Chipmunks, ready to sing your song? I'll say we are. Yeah, let's sing it now. Okay, Simon. Okay. Okay, Theodore. Okay. Okay, Alvin. Alvin. Not on this show. I got your hula hoop right here, pal. Episode 28, and our happy Wintervale special. Actually, not really, because the show would have aired regardless if it was Wintervale, but hey, we'll call it the Wintervale special. Thank you, everyone, for downloading and listening, and we hope you are having a very happy holiday time. Speaking of holiday time, yes, it is Wintervale in World of Warcraft, and we are going to talk about new and old things that revolve around Wintervale. Of course, the latest and newest thing are the huge list of achievements that are out for Wintervale, and of course, every holiday. And there are some funky achievements they got this year. Well, first time they're ever doing it, so first year. They still have the old quests, which we're going to touch upon. They got the old ones that we, we have come and, and know and love. And then, of course, they got the new ones. Uh, they're not even quests, they're just the achievements, which kind of spice things up, but some of them seem a little on the hard side but then again that's just my opinion but let us go we will now first let's reminisce let us reminisce on old quests because well that's why they're there there are new things to talk about with the old quests uh, for instance Metzen the reindeer oh dear god how many times have we rescued this frickin reindeer now last year I regaled you all with a story of Wintervale past 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 when Auntie Ed was just a wee small hunter around her level 40s. When Wintervale, her first Wintervale, aww, her first Wintervale, and she took on, she went and did Mets and the Reindeer. And there were all these pirates around, and I spoke of Daring Do, and how I freed Metzen at the cost of my own life, sacrificing myself to save the reindeer. It was very Indiana Jones. It was. It was awesome and cool. And now, let us fast forward to this is my fourth Winter Vale that I am going through. And the fourth time, I'm going to the Reindeer. So here I go, up to the Reindeer. Here I go to Daenerys. Here I go into Smug... What is it? Smuggler's Cove Cave or whatever the hell it's called. And I go running past the regular pirate guys that are hanging out. And I come upon Metzen. And they're all the... The wicked, wicked pirate monkey people surrounding Metzen. What they want with the reindeer, we're not sure, but fine. Only this year, it's very different. This year was not like the first year that Auntie Ed went there. That first year, I was creeping behind buildings and setting traps and luring them and everything. Not, no, no, not this year. Uh-uh. This year, Auntie Ed just sauntered up to the front, walked. Didn't even run, she walked. 
walked, and there are all these smuggling pirate people around the reindeer, and I walked up and I said, hey, I'm rescuing this reindeer now. You got a problem with that? And the pirates looked at each other and went, problem? No. No, no, Annie Ed, we don't have a problem with that. Go, go, go. You, you just go right ahead and and you rescue that reindeer. We, we, you, you know what? I'm gonna look over here now while you do it too. Oh, you, you stepped on my foot. Uh, would you like to step on my other foot? Here, no, no, it's not a problem. I, I enjoy big blue feet stepping on mine. And I said, good, because I'm gonna step on it again, you little dwarf. I'm gonna sprinkle this dust on it. You know what? Before I, you know what? Before I free this reindeer, go get me a hot cocoa. You. You, you little goblin pirate guy. You, you go get me a hot cocoa right now. You, I want to put my feet up. Come over here. I'm going to use you as a footstool while I'm waiting for my hot cocoa before I rescue this reindeer. It was a hard trek coming all the way out here. All the way from North Orient to come out here to rescue this freaking reindeer again. I, I need to take a rest. I'm going to put my feet up on you. Hurry up, quicker. And I went and I sprinkled the dust on the, the reindeer and it was free and all was well. And I said, I'm out of here. And I said, all right, bye, bye, we'll, we'll, we'll see you next year. I said, yeah, you definitely will. I'll be bigger than too. And I expect hot cocoa when I get here next time. Don't be having me wait for it again. And you, you better work on being a footstool more. And I walked out of there. Big difference. <laughs> Huge difference. And, and quite amusing, actually. <laughs> uh, to those who are not so high up that they don't pay attention to you anymore. I love that NPCs stop paying attention to you when you reach a certain level. Because let me tell you, I was going across the desert flying across the desert to get to this cove and i'm my my bear is trampling on scorpids and ballasts and hyenas it's just my bear is walking on them and they're going huh what no i didn't no i didn't see a big bear run by here no with a troll no i didn't see anything i'll just go over here now it's really fun so that was medicine was very fun i waited I did wait, and I only waited because... And people were like, well, you know, it's not that hard. I know it's not that hard. <laughs> what I waited for was to kind of let it clear out. Because I know the first night of any event, especially holiday events, the quests they give are insane to do. Because everyone's doing them. And there's only one freaking reindeer to save. They claim there is a second reindeer. I have never found the second reindeer. Because if you actually read the notes... Which, does anyone read the notes? I did the first time to find out where the frick is his reindeer. And they say he's in, he's in Tenaris or he's in somewhere else. And I have never gone to the somewhere else. I just never, I think that's more towards like Alliance territory. That does not stop them from coming there and trying to get this reindeer and so be it. So it was just too many people. So I gave it a couple of days to just kind of die down. Everyone got him. Great. My turn. Thank God. Winterfell runs for like almost three weeks, which is really awesome. Because let me tell you, with these achievements... Wow, there is so much. <laughs> it's almost like not enough time to get them done, at least for me, who, you know, you have a hard time getting in-game, period. Never mind, you know, doing these achievements. Plus, you're trying to level, so. And yes, I'm still leveling. I have not capped 80 yet. Getting there, close. Let me tell you, I still say on a total aside here on the Wintervale deal, you do level fa I feel you level a lot faster than you did it during Burning Crusade, and all I have to say is thank God. Oh my goodness, thank you, thank you. Because I talked about this in the last show. How long did it take everyone in Burning Crusade to get where they were going? Oh, good lord. That trek from 60 to 70 was hell. It was absolute hell. So it just feels a lot faster this time around. I don't quite know why, but it does. And I, for one, am very grateful for it. Because I was not looking forward to... I mean, I'm still not crazy, honestly, about a 10-level level again. 
having to go up 10 more levels. But it seems a little less painful this time around, and I'm very grateful for that. And Blizz did a lot of very cool things with the Wrath expansion. But we will not speak of that no more. Well, we might, but anyway. We are going back to Wintervale. And we're and, and, and the Greech. Greech was also... I let him go for a while. Because I knew everyone's going to be looking for this guy. <laughs> you, you find, you know, take this out. Go out to the Alteric Valley. Find the snowman who says, go get the thing from the Abominable Greech. Okay, and he's always very popular. Well, I went out there, and actually, while I was riding to find the snowman, I passed the Greech. I passed him. And I said, I ain't killing you yet, because I don't have the quest. Well, hold up. Can you hang on a sec? I'll be right back. And I go find the snowman, and he says, here, go get the thing. And I say, fine, would you like a hot cocoa? And he said, no, I got to stand here now for, you know, two more weeks. I'm fine, thanks. So I go up to the Greech. I say, hey, Greechy baby. How you doing? It's been a year. How you doing? And the Grinch goes, Rah! Oh, hi, Ed. I say, hey, how's uh, Mrs. Greech and the little Greechies? And he says, yeah, it's cool. It's fine. Nice to see you. I said, nice to see you. I see you're still big. They still got you as an elite. They haven't, they haven't, you know, dumbed you down at all. Not that that matters to me at this point. He goes, yeah, yeah, they still got me as an elite. I'm like, cool. Well, nice talking to you. I, I have to kill you now. Whack. Well, that was fun. And we move on. Oh, gotta love it when they're that easy. <laughs> not all of them are. Let me see these achievements. Now, this is not a secret. You all know this. Uh, the, the troll, the hunter is a troll. The troll is a hunter, however you want to look at it. And to the rest of us troll hunters out there, feel good that you are getting smacked in the head every time you turn around with a bunch of snowflakes from people so they can get the achievement. Because let me tell you, my troll cannot walk around without being in a shower of snowflakes because... One of the achievements is you gotta hit, you don't just have to hit like certain races or certain classes, no, a specific combo of the two. You know, a Draenei Shaman, a Troll Hunter, a Gnome Death Knight, whatever. You have to get real specific on this, you gotta hit with that handful of snowflakes that follows you around this little snowflake thing. So, feel good about it. If you're on that list, if that is, if you are one of those races and classes on that list, Feel good that you are contributing to people getting their achievement. And you just walk around in a shower snowflakes. I just, I can't go anywhere without getting smacked in the head with them. So it should make you feel good about it. But there are some that I'm looking at going, what the hell is this? What do you do with this? I don't even know what to do with this. The one that I hear is probably the hardest is you have to, what is it, get 50 honor kills? Um... As you've been changed in the goblin machine that changes you into a gnome, because Blizzard loves changing us into gnomes, but anyway. While you're changed into a gnome, you have to get 50 honor kills. I hear that's a tough one. Now, some of you may disagree and say, oh, I didn't have a hard time with it, but I'm hearing I haven't tried it yet myself, and I may or may not get to it. But I'm hearing that's a tricky one to get, and there's just a couple. Uh, I gotta say, here's one that I think Blizz could have expanded on a little. It's the Scrooged one. This was the first one I did. Before I did, I, I did Scrooge. And for those who don't know, Scroo the, the achievement is called Scrooge. And you gotta get a snowball, go to Thunderbluff, hit Kieran Bloodhoof, the leader of the Torn, in the head with a snowball. And that's the achievement. What I don't understand is first, why Kieran of all people? Why him? And, and second, why not all the leaders? Why not all five of them? Go and smack all of them in the head with a snowball. That would have said, I mean, this is showing a little torn uh, bias going on here. Is it the same for the for, for those uh, few Alliance listeners that we actually have? 
I'm curious, is it the same? Is that achievement the same for you guys? Because that would be kind of on the mean side uh, on your end um, to have to go to which would explain the many raids I've seen lately on Thunder Bluff. So maybe that's it. All of a sudden, I'm seeing raids on Thunder Bluff. Like, since when? We talked about this. You guys don't like to deal with elevators here. What the hell? But no, all of a sudden, I'm seeing like Alliance raids on Thunder Bluff. What? It's perplexing. Thunder Bluff is usually, you know, dead. It's crossroads you guys are after. What's with Thunder Bluff? So I'm wondering if that's the reason, because you guys have to hit him in the head with a snowball too, which makes it way harder. Or is that a different one for you guys? I'm just if it adjusts itself depending on your faction. Minor curiosity. But I know there were people who felt bad after they hit poor Kieran in the head with a snowball. And now I think Blizz could have expanded on this a little bit. I think they should have either expanded it to all of them, to all of the your faction leaders, you know. Because God knows I would have loved to. You know, I went and hit Thrall in the head anyway just because he deserves it and we all know why. But what I would have liked to have seen was some type of reaction from the NPC. What I would have liked to have seen is some kind of... Because you just smack him and you get the achievement and that's it. He doesn't say anything to you. Nothing happens. It's, it's nothing. I would have liked to have seen some sort of reaction from him on you. Particularly, um, there's a couple of things he could have done. Well, he could have been, you know, crabby with you and scolded you and sent his those armed guards standing there on either side of him after you to pummel you into a fine paste. That could have been one response. But the other one I think that would have gone over better and would have been far more fun is if Kern looked upon you and said, Ha ha, you, you ragamuffin, you, you little scallywag. Uh, I can pitch a snowball with the best of them. And, and Kieran turns around and makes a really big snowball. Like, boulder-sized snowball. An appropriate torrent-sized snowball. And no matter where you ran, this snowball would find you. And he could pick up the snowball and, like, hurl it at you. And you could be a la Warner Brothers, encased in the snow, so just your little head and your hands and feet are sticking out of it, and you go rolling off Thunder Bluff in the snowball. Now, wouldn't that have been fun? Some of you are saying, well, we would have died if we rolled. Yes, but you may not have, and you could have gotten that achievement too. The fall, what is it, 75 feet without dying? <laughs> Maybe the snow would have cushioned you, but I, that could have been fun. You go rolling around. I mean, imagine that. Imagine a bunch of players, like, <laughs> here's, here's the, the image I have. You going to do this and having no foreknowledge that this is what's going to happen to you. You going with your little tiny piss snowball up to Kieran. And as you're running through that little area to, to get to him, you see a blood elf, let's say, with a little head and little hands and feet sticking out of a giant snowball go rolling past you. That may have given you pause. That may have given you a moment to stop and think about what you were doing before you went and hurled that snowball. So I just would have liked to have seen some type of reaction uh, from Kieran on you in one way, shape, or form. And that's something that, well, I would have done. Have him hurl a really big snowball at you because the, the image alone is a chuckle, I think. Or just have you go hit other people in the head with him. And they could have, you know, all the leaders could have thrown a big snowball at and you go rolling through the city, in a encased in a giant snowball. But anyway, why don't they have you throw a snowball at the snowflake? I don't see, see? Why don't they have you do that? Snowflake would have liked it, probably. Possibly. Anywho. So, Wintervale, hope you're enjoying it. Tons of, of achievements to do. My goodness. And Santa hats. Santa hats. We've talked about Santa hat stories. I don't have any really fun Santa hats, except for the fact that I didn't realize what Blizz did. 
they changed the rules slightly. They changed it where, you know, if you are on the original game, Santa hats fall in the original dungeons. If you're in Burning Crusade, Santa hats fall in the Burning Crusade dungeons, and same with Wrath. They fall in the Wrath dungeons. I didn't know this. So here I get a group together going, I know where Santa hat is! Let's go get it! Some of you may recall my story from last year. I told you the story of somebody getting a Santa hat from LBRS. Well, we go charging into LBRS. There ain't no Santa hat to be found. We ran LBRS, and there was no Santa hat. And I was very disappointed, but I did not realize that they had changed the rules on this. I thought, hey, you got a Santa hat? You're always going to have a Santa hat. Nope. Nope. Except I will say, the chick in uh, Wrath, the Wrath chick with the Santa hat, she wears it prominently upon her head. What I don't get is why somebody just can't put her in a half Nelson and rip that sucker off. No, you gotta fight her, go through, you know, the the whirlwind fight. Yes, we did this five times in a row, and no doubt I'll do it five times again for somebody. Just so everyone can get their Santa Gotta get your Santa hat. You're gonna ask me what instance it is, and it's not leaping to mind. It's not leaping to mind just at the moment. A Nexus, I think it's... Uh, is it the Nexus? I think it's a Nexus. So if you haven't done it... But I, I also think it's kind of like, oh, bugger, that... Again, it's it's not exactly high-level exclusive, but if you're a level 30 and you got Wrath, you're screwed. I don't know, does it show up in the if you're, you're like a lower level and you have the expansion, if you can get it like in the lower dungeons still? Because I didn't see that with mine, and that would really stink that it, it's doing that. I, oh, I hate when they do the exclusive stuff like that. It, it does bug me. But anyway, so that is Winter Vale. Not all of it. And uh, probably by the time this podcast airs, yes, it's like going on for another week after this podcast airs. So do your achievements, have a good time with it, bake your cookies, y'all get your small eggs ahead of time, bake your cookies and do all your stuff, and uh, hey, have fun with it, because uh, I, I do enjoy Wintervale. Next to ha- uh, the Hollow's End, Wintervale is my favorite. It's It's a lot of fun. And on that note, and in keeping with this holiday theme, we have a special, special treat for you. Yes, the staff at FTH Radio has gotten together to do a special thing for our listeners. We have. We spared no expense. And here for you now is the first ever and definitely the last time we will ever do this. And as we go into our first music break, we bring to you the 12 Days of Blizzard. On the first day of Christmas, Blizzard gave to me a time sink on a PC. On the second day of Christmas, Blizzard gave to me two Murlocas and a time sink on a PC. On the third day of Christmas, Blizzard gave to me Three fat loots, two murloc eyes And a time sink on a PC On the fourth day of Christmas, Blizzard gave to me Four talent nerfs, three fat loots, two murloc eyes And a time sink on a PC On the fifth day of Christmas, Blizzard gave to me Five epic mounts Four talent nerfs Three fat boots Two murlocas And a time sink on a PC On the sixth day of Christmas Blizzard gave to me 
six stomping weavers. Five Four talent nerves. Three bad loots. Two murloc eyes. And the time sink on a PC. On the seventh day of Christmas, Blizzard gave to me. Seven mobs attacking. Six stomping weavers. Five Four talent nerves. Three fat loots. Two murloc eyes. And the time sink on a PC. On the eighth day of Christmas, Blizzard gave to me Eight rays on crossroads Seven mobs attacking Six stomping reavers Five epic Four talent nerves Three fat loots Two murloc eyes And the time sink on a PC On the ninth day of Christmas, Blizzard gave to me Nine rolling restart. Eight raids on crossroads. Seven mobs attacking. Six stomping reavers. Five Four talent nerves. Three fat loots. Two murloc eyes. And a time sink on a PC. On the tenth day of Christmas, Blizzard gave to me. Ten NPC heads. Nine rolling restart. Eight raids on crossroads. Seven mobs attacking. Six stomping weavers. Five epic mounts. Four talent nerves. Three fat loots. Two murloc eyes. And a time sink on a PC. On the eleventh day of Christmas, Blizzard gave to me. Eleven bunnies dying. Ten NPC heads. Nine rolling restart. Eight raids on crossroads. Seven mobs attacking. Six stomping reavers. Five big mounts. Four talent nerfs. Three fat loots. Two murloc eyes. And a time sink on a PC. On the twelfth day of Christmas, Blizzard gave to me. Twelve hours of maintenance. Eleven bunnies dying. Ten NPC heads. Nine rolling restart. Eight raids on crossroads. Seven mobs attacking. Six stomping reavers. Five mouths. Four talent nerfs. Three fat loots. Two murloc eyes. And a thing on So we wish to thank all our listeners. For a wonderful year and for listening to the show and of course writing in and all the great stuff you guys send in and, and everything is awesome. And that was our thank you to you. And on our follow-up show, we will have the public apology from everyone on the staff of FTH Radio and promise never to do that again, at least until next Winter Vale. But we promise we won't ever do that again until then. And we're very, very sorry. We promise we won't ever torture you like that again. Well, well, at least not this year. Next year, can't say. But this year, we're done. We're done with that. And from that, we'll go into this line of torture. Coming to you from high atop the flight point over that livestock pavilion known as Thunder Bluff, it's The View from the Barn with your host... Big V. Big V. Big V. Big V. All right, so I've actually uh, spent a lot of time you know, over the past three weeks trying to sort out this whole Death Knight bit. I mean, we've got you know this whole new expansion, and pretty much everybody is up to level 80 now, except Cal. But here's the reason why. 
I've been experimenting with the Death Nuts. I feel like I kind of gave them short shrift last show. And I've actually had people say, hey, V, what's up with the Death Knot? Come on. And I've just had to say, you know, it's kind of like shoes. You know, you <laughs> don't find one that fits, you're not going to be comfortable, you know. You have to find the right one. You do. Because if you don't, if everybody knows how this works, I mean, if you're not comfortable with what you roll, you're not going to play it. I mean, how many people have started off with Gnome Warlocks and just let them sit? Well, or just Gnomes, period, really. Um, Because there's no real good reason to be a Gnome. No. There's no no reason that anyone could, you know. Yeah, I, I can't figure it out. I mean, yeah, anyway. I've been futzing around with it a little bit, and I've tried a lot of stuff here. I mean, I I crossed over to the dark side. I mean, I even made, you know, Alliance Death Knights to see, okay, was well, anything like this going to fit? I mean, is it just a horde thing that I just can't get into any of the horde? No, it's not that. I mean, I, I did a smelly human Death Knight. I thought, okay, maybe, all right, let's see. Arthas was a human. Maybe if I do it like this, it'll just have a better feel to it. And the <laughs> survey says, no. <laughs> okay. Then I just went through. I just went through creating stuff. You know, going through the screen. Okay. Well, let's just make things. And you know, there's the character generation stuff was kind of different because you know you got your general skin tones and hair and colors and etc. And then there's frosty. And then there's death. You're dead. I finally figured it out. Yeah, you're dead. You know, <laughs> about the fifth time, I'll, fifth, hell, 15th time, I listened to the opening, you know, you were a hero. You know, that kind of thing. I was like, oh, they are dead. How the hell did I miss that the first time around? I, it I, only took me 14 more to get it. I don't know. Maybe I'm just not that observant. Well, of course, I'm not that observant. We all kind of know that. But anyway. Um, I thought the name alone would have tipped you off. But again, I'm, I'm not sure. Okay, yeah, no. Death Knight. Not Dead Knight. Death Knight. What does he do? He causes death, pestilence, plague, disease, zombies rising from the ground. You know, unholy swarms of locusts. You know, swirling around your enemies. Blood. Blood everywhere. Yeah, and then I wonder... He's not dead. <laughs> you know. God. I mean, seriously. It's just... <laughs> well, you learn something new. Yeah, yeah, I know. It's just... Locusts! Anyway. I, I fiddled around with the human death knot. Bad move. Character generation. <laughs> I could not even bring myself to do the gnome. I just couldn't. There was just no way. I mean, I thought, what is... What he's you know you're gonna see him running around and he's gonna sound like Rick Moranis you know what I can't breathe in this thing no I mean, <laughs> <laughs> no we're traveling at ludicrous speed no anyway um yeah and then I went back to the horde because well let's face it as much as you know you diddle around you know on the other side of things you know dancing on the fringe as it were you gotta come back to what you really are. And, yeah, I'm horde. Yep. And I went through it again. I was like, okay. All right, Torrent. No, Torrent just doesn't work. Darn it, it just doesn't work. Okay, let's go. Orc. Oh, okay. Yeah. Undead. Yeah, too predictable. Like I said last time, too Tolkien. 
Alright, let's see what else we got. Blood Elf, two Ponzi. <laughs> and then I was like, okay, but one race I haven't tried and really have never been able to play just because they walk, they seem like they walk too damn slow. And this coming from the cow, you know. <laughs> You know, lumbering along, as it were. You know, I mean, I got, hell, you got Kodos out running, Tarin, please. Try the troll. Holy crap. (laughs) How freaking evil do they look? You get them with that, you get them with that frosty skin and the tusks, and you get the hair right, and they got the, they got those evil looking glowing eyes, man. And the stuff, the markings on their face that just kind of randomly happen mm-hmm. that you can't just pick. No, you've got it. They just happen. Oh my goodness. I had found my death knight. <laughs> yes, I had. <laughs> and I, I said, and, you know, the skies parted, the sun shone, you know, <laughs> gold <Angels> heaven. <laughs> yes. You know, and I said, now all it needs is an and I got it, and I said, yes, I'll accept that. Boom! And there it was, and that's my Death Knight. And he is running around that same damn starting area that I've done 15 other times. But I'm enjoying it now. <laughs> oh, man, he is just so freaking wicked looking. Now, he's going to get to Outland, and he's going to put on the Halloween costumes, the clown pants. I mean, and he'll just make balloon sculptures and, you know, scare all the children. But, yeah, yeah, got my death knot. Um, I gave the human one a fair shot. I got to say, and there, and there was a prospect to that that I thought was kind of interesting, is that I don't have to level a human up to level 55. <laughs> I get through the starting area, and then it's like, boom, I got to pass. I get to see a whole other side of Outland. How cool is that going to be? And then I realized I didn't know where Jack Crap was. I mean, I'll, here I go. I go through the I go through the dark portal, and I'm running over to the horse. I go, whoa, 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 wrong way, wrong way. Get over here. <laughs> yep. Well, let me just haul it back over here. Yeah. Okay. No, I don't want to ride that. I want to ride the other. No, no, you got to go over this one. Ah, oh, crap. Okay. You know, I thought, okay, this will be kind of neat. Then I realized, like I said, I didn't know where anything was. It was just not quite right. It was like, you know, it was like telling the medical student, okay, yeah, you can go ahead and do this open heart. That'll be fine. Knock yourself out. Let us know how it goes. (laughs) Same damn thing. I'm sitting there going, okay, well, hell. And I was looking for boiling blood too, and I think there—I think there's a boiling blood for the alliance. But there's that whole burn down that compound thing, calling the airstrikes, all yep. that. And there was that, and that had kind of a ring of familiarity to it. But nah, it just didn't fit. So that's when I said, you know, hell with this. Went made made my troll death knight, and now I'm just loping through the evilness. Alright. About the fifteenth time you do this. I have mentioned that I've done this fifteen times, right? Yes. I'm gonna mention that I've done it fifteen times, you know, fifteen times. If anybody's keeping count at home. It's been fifteen times. Yes. So moving along. Uh <laughs> um I I got some questions about the 
the Death Knight starting area. Now, I gotta say, it's very cool that they've started a Jow out this way in some regards. Okay, the Death Knight dueling thing. Not hard, but it kind of helps you learn, you know, how to kill stuff. You how to use your attacks, what rotation to get in. Yeah, that's nice. Except that there's sometimes you just can't find an initiate anywhere. And I'm sure as hell not going to duel another player. Good lord. How, how bad would that be? They were all over the place. Hey, they're like taxis, okay? I mean, every time I turned around, they're gone. You know, one of the 5,000 other Death Knights had God taken them. them. Yeah, <laughs> bastards. But the question that I've got here really is, number one, why the hell is my Death Knight so small? I mean, seriously. I mean... Trolls are pretty damn tall. They're big. Yeah. I mean, they're not diminutive creatures. You put them next to some of those trainers, you put them up next to Arthas, it's like, what? Did you guys take a bath in fertilizer? What the hell happened? <laughs> I mean, seriously, you're like you're 15 feet tall now. You're like you know, something I'd, you know, like those rock beasts out in Hellfire Peninsula. I mean, what is this? And not only that, I mean, they're just the most disrespectful bastards on the face of the earth because you're sitting there and I was actually trying to read the quest lines there okay yeah all right let's see what's this thing? and the son of a bitch walks away <laughs> he turns around and he shows me his ass and walks away okay now I gotta chase him down try to get him to talk to me again it's almost like oh yeah, you aren't quick enough on the draw to accept that quest, so screw you. By the way, you're much smaller than I am. And then he walks away again. Oh, for the love of Pete, come here, you So anyway, they're bigger than I am, and they're rude as hell. It's not rude knots. Well, yeah, it actually kind of is, but it's fine. Um, <laughs> no, I think it's just that healthy disdain for all that's, you know, lesser than they are. And, you know, it's it, just stand still for a minute. I mean, hell, other NPCs, you couldn't get them to move. Seriously, you could, you know, throw goblin dynamite at them. Won't budge. Nope. These guys? Nah, hell, they're doing laps around the Ebon Hole. Yeah. You know, gotta keep fit. <laughs> In my undeath? Yes. Running away from you going, come on, you wanna read it? Yeah, you catch me. <laughs> come on, you read. Yeah, catch me if you can. <laughs> it's good training for you. Like the ice cream truck going down the street making kids chase after it, you know? Exactly! You know? <laughs> <laughs> oh, God, then there's that whole nightmare of, okay, what rune do you want want on your blade? Oh, crap, I don't know. You want a razor ice or cinder glacier? Um, uh, I just wanted a snow cone. <laughs> Which one has the coolest glowy? <laughs> exactly. That's what I think we all go for. Yeah, exactly. Because I mean, it's really just, it's all about the glowy, really. I mean, it is. Damn, what does? Yeah, you know, what makes your sword look cooler? Yeah. It, it could actually debuff it. And if it looks wicked cool, man, you'd have it on there. Oh, seriously. You know, give me that. <laughs> I mean, yeah, priest running around. I mean, with, you know, hey, we'll make your staff glow black. But it's gonna it looks gonna look really cool, but all the threads gonna come off the tank. Really? Sign me up. And you have no the, mana. And you have no mana. It drains your mana. But <laughs> dear lord it looks cool. 
Yep, sure. Sign me up. I'm there. Put it. I, mm-hmm. It's your thing. I'll use it when I'm using it when I'm soloing. But it, you know, it's just it's just cool to have a glowy. I mean, seriously, what kind of death knot are you if you don't have a glowy? Mm-hmm. I mean, and for that matter, how serious are you about the game if you get to say X level and you don't have a glowy? Well, it's just actually because unless you're in with an enchanter, yeah, <laughs> you got to get in with Pretty. an enchanter uh, to get the glowy on the on the weapon there. Yeah, otherwise you're going to be doing dailies for about a year just to buy one because yeah, exactly. <laughs> and and you don't really want to walk up to the enchanter and say, "Excuse me, what's your coolest glowy?" <laughs> Can I have that. How much? Sure, okay. No, no, you gotta go. Yeah, you, you gotta go to him with. I need. No such the, and such. I need the so and so of the such and such. Hmm. But see, ah, but enchanter, yes. you know, you can do that. Oh, exactly. You know, but you, you yeah, seriously, you're standing on top of the uh, mailbox and org. Yeah, you're going to get hosed. Yeah. I think, what was it, Crusader used to be the big one? Yeah, that was a big one. Uh, I don't know. I mean, our uh, our insane bot did, uh, <laughs> a, a, did a bunch of those for me. Uh, and, uh, you know, I, t- I turned the Madge into an enchanter. Enchantrix, if you will. I realized just how painful enchanting was. It's very painful. Whoa, and just, and, yeah, and the drag of it is... Is if you've got an alt, you can't even enchant their stuff because you can't be on it at the same time. You just, you know, oh crap, it's buying on pickup. Oh, I got the greatest glowy I could. Yeah, damn, can't do that. Yeah, you can't even mail it to like yourself to enchant it and send it back. That's why those mail enchant enchants were good. If you could write down and mail your enchants. Has anyone? I don't know. I haven't seen that happen actually, so I don't know if that's yeah I had, or yeah. what the deal is with that. Yeah, one of the other one of the other things. Yeah, I found out about my death knot. You were totally right about the spec. Spec <laughs> makes all the difference in the world. Yep. Now, granted, there are some quests out there that I don't care what spec you are, it's going to suck. Mm-hmm. It's just suck. And, you know, one of the ones that actually does, that I think sucks the most is when you're going out and getting the arrows and having to kill the peasants because <sighs> these are the crappy archers of crappiness. <laughs> Okay, they are. These guys just suck. They suck, you know, a bunny's ass on a stick. <laughs> Seriously. I hate these guys. They're sitting up there on the ridge. They got their little bone bows, and they're just shooting their arrows. Okay? They're not even shooting them at anything. They're just shooting them. What are these, fireworks? No. I got to haul my butt out there and pick these things up because you can't aim. <laughs> look, there's people chopping wood right there below you. Shoot them. <laughs> look, there are people walking around in the stables. Don't tell me you can't hit those things. I know. I've had to go way the hell out there by the damn crypt to get these freaking arrows. Don't tell me you can't shoot the guys in the stables. Don't tell me you can't shoot at the guys right there. No. What are you doing? You're like a seven-year-old. Hey, what happens if we shoot this straight up? Boing. Okay. Yeah. So I go out there, and I'm, okay, all right. Yeah. Yeah, would you go get these, you know, give me 15 of these arrows? Yeah, sure. I'll haul it out there and get you 15 of the arrows. Because your guys suck. So I'm out there. And I'm like, okay, well, you know, hey, I'm here. I might as well, I might as well kill me some citizens. All right, I'm about to death grip one, because I know how to do that now. <laughs> yes, I do. 
And I'm about to death grip one. What happens? Some bitches up on the top shoot them. Thunk. Dead. Right there. Actually, I'm about to do that and thunk. Dead. They're not dead. This one was, for the purposes of this story, stone freaking dead. <laughs> okay. Yes. Stone dead. Okay. Right there. Okay. <laughs> I know they weren't dead. Because I found that out later. Oh, okay. Yeah. Because the because my sword showed up. I was like, okay, let, here, let me go and pull the air out of you. You know? <laughs> let me get something out of this. Oh, wait a minute. There's a sword here? Okay, what happened? The air just knocked it down? What? It was rubber-tipped? Boom. <laughs> and you fall down? No. They were mostly dead. Ah, uh, yes. They were mostly dead. They were mostly... Oh, there's a difference. We know this. Yes. Uh, <laughs> Live. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah. So, what do you do? You go to pull the air out, and they scream. They stand up in the cower. Okay, here, let me kill you. So... These archers not only suck, they don't kill what they're shooting at. If they hit it. Well, they're skeletons. What do you want? Accuracy? <laughs> that would be nice. Okay, seriously. Do you think that, okay, these guys, I mean, it must have been a contract. It was a scourge kind of contract. That's what it had to be. You know, Arthas sitting there, pants all ripped up in the back because he stood up, and he's going over stuff. With, I don't know, Baron Riven, Dare, you know, some other lore dude that I don't know. It was the union meeting of the archers. It was the union, seriously, and they're going over contracts. I was okay, all right, we need archers. Archers, archers, okay, we got We got the skeletons. Yeah, they can't hit anything. Yeah, I know, it's, it's a union thing. We gotta have them. We can't, I mean, we can't take over, you know, and you have them on uh, the archers. They gotta be skeletons. Yeah, I mean, you know, nothing we, we can do. Down the... in the field, we got it. You know, we ought to give them some work. Yeah, I mean, seriously, I mean, because uh, you know, if this doesn't work, if we don't put them to work, then how the you know, you know the Griffin Masters? Yeah, yeah, we're not going to be able to get back and forth because yeah, they're going to strike too. Mm-hmm. You know, they're you know they're tight those those two. They're still using those bone bows. Yeah, they're oh god, who uses bone bows anymore? Hey, yeah, there's nothing we can do about it. I mean, it's in it's in their charter. I talked to the shops too, you know, and nothing we can do. Okay, all right. Well, I'll tell you what, we'll, we'll put them on the ridge. We'll put them on the ridge, and we'll just let them shoot stuff. Now let's shoot the arrows. Yeah, but they're Serenade arrows. They're damn expensive. I, yeah, I know, but that's in the contract too. I mean, good grief! It's like trying to get Van Halen to play something. Okay, I put them on the ridge. They can shoot all the arrows they want to. We'll, we'll uh, the new guys. We'll send the new guys out to pick up the arrows. Yeah, and everybody, and it, it works for everybody. You know, we can be evil about it. We can say, all right, this, this is good training for you, and and we'll tell them they can kill some folks. Yeah, kill, okay, kill kill the citizens. Yeah, they can kill citizens while they're doing it. So, you know, we need citizens dead. We're gonna need the Serenade arrows back. Okay, it, it works. Everybody's happy. Yep. Sound good? Yeah, okay. All right, good. Moving on. Um, the espresso machine <laughs> is down. <laughs> so, we need an espresso. <laughs> yeah. Were we going to go with coffee or are we going to go with cold drinks? And we got to do something about the music in here. I mean, I don't want, I, I don't want the canned version of you know, the Carpenters playing in here. I mean, we're evil. We're death nuts. We're dead. We need some Barry so. Manilow piped in. Oh, yeah. Seriously. So, yeah. Anyway, the archers. God 
hate them. Bastards. The other thing is, okay, those Valkur battle maiden thingies. I'm noticing they're kind of selective about when they want to ply their trade. Because when I want them to do it, they're not around. Yeah, they're kind of picky. I'm like, I'm sitting there going, all right, I'm behind enemy lines. Yep, Valkor Battleman's gonna bring, gonna come over here, res me up, full health out. Yeah, this is good. Any minute now. (laughs) I'm playing Wagner. Where are you? No, nowhere to be found. They're probably getting on the damn skeleton (laughs) archers. So you know what I have to say about all that? What? Moo. <laughs> Mechanohogs. Yes, Mechanohogs. Or Mechano Choppers. Any way you look at them, they're motorcycles. Yeah, they can call them whatever they want. They are motorcycles. <gasps> Neat new spiffy thing out there for the Wrath expansion. And I don't think anyone, anywhere, is going to be able to get these things. Okay, let me rephrase that. Anyone, anywhere, who doesn't buy gold isn't going to be able to get these things. There, I clarified. Because we have in the guild, in in the -the off-the-air guild, we have an engineer who has worked his little fingers to the bone and has gotten to the, the peak the pinnacle of engineering, which is a freaking feat on its own. And I will say it appears, at least in the Wrath expansion, as far as engineering and other professions go, that it's opened up a little bit. I know with leatherworking, it has opened up a little. My my hunter who does the leatherworking can actually make things of use uh, for herself and or other people. Engineers, because we've talked about engineers. Poor engineers are getting the short end here. They're finally able to make things. And they could have made things before, but, I mean, stuff that people actually want this time. They can make, like, guns and cool things that people actually want. Other than, you know, and, and we're not talking, you know, the, the copper blunderbuss of crappiness here, either. We're talking that, that costs them, you know, 10 gold to make for this thing. No, we're talking, like, really cool stuff they can make. And they can make the motorcycles. A mount. A mount that they can sell. Awesome. Cool. There's a couple of hiccups with this particular item and we're going to go over them here because when I you know when 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 he was getting up in his engineering it was like oh cool motorcycles all I had I had visuals I had visuals of like the entire guild on motorcycles riding you know cruising through Orgamore on the motorcycles and then I looked into what's needed because he said to me I don't think that's gonna happen I don't think that's gonna happen and I'm like why uh it's gonna cost too much so I looked into it. Oh my god. Oh my god. I think this is ridiculous. I think the ingredients, the parts, the mats for this particular item are absolutely on the verge of being absolutely freaking ridiculous. But we're going to go over them because just in case you haven't looked this up, because I would like to know. I would like to know because I haven't seen a one in game yet. I have not seen one on my server at all. Nothing. I haven't seen them. And I know why I haven't seen them. Oh my god. (laughs) Let's talk about the the mats needed for this thing. Because I think it's important that that you're aware of these things and and what other professions have to do. 
and the involvement and why they're going to charge an arm and a leg with these damn things. And and there's a reason they're charging an arm and a leg. It's not, don't look, oh, they're overcharging the cost is, you know, oh, they make this thing and they charge a huge amount of money, huge amount of gold for this. No, that, believe me, this is not their choice. I mean, unless they really go overboard, but even then I think, uh, Good Lord, let's let's talk about what you need. Because I think, again, it's important. Now, the first, there's six items total that you need to make one. Fine, that's not a problem. And if it was only a grind fest, if it was only a grind fest, it's doable. But no, that doesn't work in this. Half of it's a grind fest. The other half, you have no choice but to get from a vendor. You have no choice. You cannot grind these items. You can't find them anywhere. You can buy them from a vendor, period. But let's first talk about the grind items because they, th this is the doable part. Pain in the butt, absolutely. Absolute pain in the butt, but it could be done if you all if you all pulled together with your, your friends and your guild and you went out as a group and you went and you gr had a big grind fest. It could be done, but that does, it doesn't end there. But let's start with the grind fest items. They need 12 Titan Steel Bars. 12 titan steel bars now i am not a miner i don't know how it works but in order to make one in order to make one of these you need three titanium bars which i assume come from titanium mines now i don't know how rare or popular or whatever they are but i'm assuming it's a higher up item i'm gonna assume it's pretty rare so they need three titanium bars they need one eternal fire one eternal earth, one eternal shadow. All these items combined to make one titan steel bar. They need 12 of them. Grind fest. Big grind fest to make this. Okay, it's doable. We're, we're on, we, we, we can do this at this point. Second item on the list. 40 handful of cobalt bolts. These things can only be found off NPCs. And... Somewhat on the Blizzard Fair side, I have noticed, at least according to the WoW sources, you can get them off of uh, NPCs that are not elite. There are a couple of NPCs cruising out there that are not elite that carry these, but you need 40 of them. I don't know what the drop rate is on these things, again, but I am assuming it's not that popular. Uh, I'm assuming they don't drop that well. However, again, Grindfest... Everyone get out there, kill these things over and over and over again. Tedious, but again, we can we can do this. Two Arctic Furs. Now, I've got Arctic Furs covered. My hunter is a Skinner, Arctic Furs. Again, they're not terribly common, but they're not that rare either. You grind enough, you skin enough things, you will get them. We got Arctic Furs down. We're covered. So up until this point, as we go down this list and we get to this point, we are on possible we are on if everyone gets together and everyone grinds we can make one of these things now it starts now we're into the second half of the list and now it starts to get are you freaking kidding me the next three items can only be bought from an npc vendor start there you cannot grind for these you cannot make these you cannot find these on sale at the auction house no only from a vendor you need one salvaged iron golem part one just one isn't that great you just need one three thousand gold for one three thousand gold for one part 
That's just for the part. You need eight goblin machined pistons. You need eight of those. One thousand gold each. No, they don't sell in stacks. Each. And one elementium plated exhaust pipe. One. Just one. That's for 1,500 gold for one. So vendor parts alone. The three vendor parts that you can't grind for, that you can't get anywhere else but this this guy. This this one guy who hangs out in Stormwind, or not Stormwind, Stormpeak, or I don't know where the hell he hangs out. He hangs out somewhere with a freaking lot of time on his hands, and a very wealthy, probably a goblin, very wealthy little goblin. So for these three vendored items, the cost just to make this thus far, excluding any grind fest, excluding that, just to buy these three parts is going to come to 12,500 gold. 12,500 gold. You could buy 12 flying mounts. You could buy two flying epic mounts for that a cost. But no, just for those three parts, that is not, that's not taking into consideration the other three items we talked earlier on that are grind fests that take your time energy sanity and anything else and not to mention of course not being a miner i don't know the the rare or commonality of the titanium bars the titanium nodes that you find but gee what do you want to bet it's really rare oh my god for one of these just to make one we figured out if you took put a price tag on the, the three grind items, including it with the 12,500 gold that you got to spend on the NPCs, we, and, and, and of course marked it up a little for your you know profit margin there, and sold one of these, we would have enough from the sale of one of these to buy every single person in the guild an epic land mount. If we could sell one of these, we would have enough money. To buy everyone in the guild an epic lemon. How and what I don't get, what I can't wrap my little head around is why, guys, Blizzard is who I'm after. Because by the way, this checklist, this is for both. I know they call you know the the horde is the mechano hog, the alliance is the mechano chopper, the mats are exactly the same. I don't get this. I don't get why this mount this item this thing that engineers divinely sell something very cool that people will want not everyone wants guns some classes can't even use them so this is something everyone would want they make it this why because let me tell you to everyone listening to the sound of my voice at this moment and you have within your little arm's reach the World of Warcraft, Wrath of the Lich King expansion box in your hand. If you flip open, if you flip open the little box top, it shows you a picture of one. Horde, to be exact. It shows you a picture of one. It's a selling point of the freaking expansion pack. Not that that really swayed any one of us. I'm just saying. It's there. As like, oh, look, you know. You can do this, and you can do that, and, and, oh, look what you can have. You could have this cool motorcycle. Not. It's in your box. It's there as a selling tool, and yet no one is going to be able I have not seen one of these yet, and I ain't surprised after finding out what's involved. And I swear, the only people who can get these are, it's like, and, and there's Blizz going, don't buy gold. Nope, nope, we don't want you to buy any gold. Nope, but we're going to make this thing 
<laughs> one of the big focal points of the whole expansion next to new areas northern lich king yeah 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 stuff one of the big stuff things was this freaking mount you have got to be kidding me why is this so expensive what so we don't want everyone to have it why not why the hell not is this like offensive to some suit up at blizzard that players actually get a cool thing I mean, I understand, char I mean, obviously it's kind of different and neat and rare, charging a little bit more, but to just to make the damn thing, excluding grinding, just to make it is 12,500 gold? Are you kidding? I'm sorry, yes, I'm, I'm, I'm upset about this. I'm upset because it makes no sense to me. It's decisions like this to charge this exorbitant amount of money just for parts comes from people who don't actually play this game. These are decisions being made, people. By people who don't actually play the game. These are the suits of Blizzard. Not the programmers, not the developers, no, 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 no. The business people. Those people who don't have a creative bone in their body, but yet are in charge of the crea overall creative productivity of this game. Who sit there and say, well, we can't have everyone having one. I mean, oh God, what would it be if like, everyone had one? It'd be fun, okay? We could go cruising around playing, you know, George Thorogood music as we go, okay? What is the big deal if everyone has one? I, I, just, I just can't wrap my head around the cost. Here, you want another punchline? There's a punchline. There's a punchline to all of this. Because in looking up all of these items that's, that are needed to make this uh, one object, and I got this off of, uh, got this off of WoW Wiki, so my source is, is good. It shows in the corner, like, vendor cost. Like, if you sold it to a vendor, what would it come to? <laughs> you want to know what the vendor cost of one of these Meccano hogs is. <laughs> you ready? One gold, 25 silver. Yes. Yes. Go look if you don't. Go go look. If you don't believe me, go look. There it is. Sell price. One gold, 25 silver. Are you kidding me? <laughs> if the vendor wouldn't give you, you're spending. I, I don't even know. I don't even, I mean, just I, at the time alone for the first three items would be ex a huge amount. But the, even the 12,500. <laughs> One gold, 25 silver? <laughs> you, you have to laugh at that. I have to laugh. Well, well, we got the Arctic furs covered, you know, so that's, you know, 20 gold that he doesn't have to spend because we got that. We're down. We're down on the Arctic furs, man. We're covered there. Oh, I don't think we're ever... I, I don't think I'm ever seeing one of these. Oh, my God. So I just have an issue with finally, finally, they give engineers something worthwhile to sell other than because half the stuff they can make is for that we've talked it's just for them they can make all these really cool things and that's nice because i mean if you want it for yourself that's fine but it'd be cool if they could sell some of these things and the one item that they could sell this cool awesome very slick thing and no one's gonna be able to buy the damn thing i'd love to know what people are selling these for and so if you see them for this you like, know fifty thousand gold or a hundred i mean I, I wouldn't be too, like, judgmental on these engineers selling it for such an exorbitant amount because their costs involved just to put out the stupid thing? Oh, my God. This is about as bad as the elephant. But the elephant and, uh, sorry, it's not an elephant. What is it? Mammoth? War mammoth or whatever. The thing that you can, like, have three friends hanging on to it, plus it comes with its own vendor? Yeah. For 20,000 gold, the damn thing better come with its own vendor. It better come with its own vendor. It better... I better have, like, a red carpet wherever I go. I better have a, a fanfare of trumpets following me. 
I should be able to, like, tear through forests. I should be able to trample forests and just go wherever I want for 20,000 gold. Yeah, for a land mount. I'll, I'll give you this. It's I've seen... Now, these I have seen, and it's awesomely cool. But, oh my god, 20,000 for a land mount. Yeah, better move fast. And better, you better be able to have friends hanging on it, too. Good lord. Well, see, I know what Blizz is probably thinking. The, the suits at Blizz going, well, you know, actually, you can put two people on the motorcycle. You can have two people on the motorcycle. So if you take the cost and split it, it's really not that bad. What planet do they live on, you know? <laughs> it drives me nuts. Stuff like this drives me nuts because I don't see a point to it. Again, I understand charging, you know, it being a little, it being a goal. It be, But have it be an obtainable goal. If the game becomes nothing but grind, I mean, we did that pre-BC. That's what the game was, and gee, Blizz, you see all how well that went for you. You had to come out with BC, you had to come out with Wrath, and you've done things right, but this I just can't understand. So I have a huge gripe, if you didn't know by now, I have a huge gripe on the cost of, of just to make this thing. I mean, I understand it being a goal and, and being special, and people working towards it. I am all for that. But this just really seems unrealistic. Unless you're in-game 24-7, you know, grinding away and, and whatnot and doing dailies until you puke. I can't see this being obtainable. I, I could be wrong. Some of you may be saying, well, no, no, it is. Okay. I am not at 80 yet, so maybe the cash flow gets a little better when you hit there. I can't imagine it getting that good, but I could be wrong. Maybe I'm wrong, but still got, but, but no worries. We got Arctic furs covered there. So now instead of paying 30,000 gold, he only has to pay 29,950 gold because I've got Arctic furs. I have done my share. <laughs> anyway, so just wanted to share that with you in case you weren't aware of it. And in case you've noticed, you ain't seeing motorcycles around. This is why. This is why. I still say leather workers should be able to make leather jackets to go with that you should be able to like put your guild emblem on. Now how sweet would that be? Make leather jackets for everybody and have your little guild uh, emblem on it. Oh, sweet, right? That, I mean, even that, that would just be cool to have, period. No, Blizz doesn't list. No, no, 12,005. And anyway, I have gone on about this. Yes, I was aggravated about it. I was so aggravated when I... The more I looked into this, the, the worse I got. Um, so we're going to leave that alone. I just wanted to share that with you. So now you know you are in on the know if you didn't know before, you know. And we are going to go into our second music break. Because it is, it's, it's our holiday themed. And this has been a big request. And honestly, it's been slotted for months here. This next song has been slotted for months because, yes, it's a big request. And of course, it's our buddy, Jonathan Colton. This year has been a little crazy for the Andersons You may recall we had some trouble last year The robot council had us banished to an asteroid That hasn't undermined our holiday cheer And we know it's almost Christmas By the marks we make on the wall That's our favorite time of year Merry Christmas From Chiron Beta Prime Where we're working in a mind for our own 
Christmas from Chiron Beta Prime. On every corner there's a giant metal Santa Claus who watches over us with glowing red eyes. They carry weapons and they know if you've been bad or good. Not everybody's good, but everyone tries. And the rocks outside the airlock exude ammonia-scented snow. It's like a winter wonderland. Merry Christmas from Chiron Beta Prime, where we're working in a mine for our robot overlords. Did I say overlords? I meant protectors. That's all the family news that we're allowed to talk about We really hope you'll come and visit us soon I mean we're literally begging you to visit us And make it quick before they Message rejected Now it's time for Christmas dinner I think the robot sent us a pie You know I love my soil and green Merry Christmas from Chiron Beta Prime Where we're working Protectors, Merry Christmas from Chiron Beta Prime. Is up. Give us the blog, man. Don't make us come and get it. Ladies and gentlemen, hello and welcome to another wonderful episode of Yours Up Blog. Now. Last time I'd like to go over, yes, I was horribly mutilated by a death knight, but uh, they're they're not so bad. I mean, I I, I I talk things out, and yeah, well, I'm not gonna lie, I made one. Yeah, I made a death knight, I know. But, uh, yeah, I'm not gonna lie to you, it's pretty sweet. And since playing then, it's been very fun. Again, um, Chair, I believe his name was, Chair went over all the fun things you get to do when you first start out as a Death Knight, and how absolutely lame our leader was. But one of the most frustrating things I found about being a Death Knight was the fact that you have to go and do Outlands all over again. I mean, I'm not really even out of here yet, and I still have to work this guy all the way to where I am and beyond. Cut me some slack here. I mean, it would have been nice. It would have been nice if we had started out at the level we get to go to Northrend. Just saying, I mean, it's a hero class. Might as well make it heroic, you know? Anyways, I bring you today not ramblings, but tales from my adventures in the lands of Outlands. Now, there I was, riding through Hellfire Peninsula, and I saw a gnome, and I ran him over. The end. Moving on, there I was at Falcon Watch. I had just received the quest to go kill Black Talon. 
and kill the Cyclops. This requires you to go into the Great Fissure, and the Great Fissure is nothing but a giant mob bomb. You walk in there, and you're surrounded by 50 million things, and in the past, being a cloth wearer, this was like walking through Dante's Inferno. This was not a pleasant experience. However, now that I can actually wear something that actually protects me, now that I'm wearing something more than a doily, I found it actually relatively entertaining. I walked in there, and despite the fact that there were four of them on me, I absolutely massacred them because that's what being a death knight is like for me. Now, I'm working my way towards the cave where Black Talon is located, and I get jumped by three superior stone scythe claws, whatever you want to call them. And I actually can't handle it. I haven't had a chance to regen my mana or my runic power. I haven't had a chance to restore my life, so I might just get my butt whooped here. But in from behind me, an orc death knight comes in, and he totally saves my ass. He We fight, and I survived the fight with nine health. Nine health. That's how much I live by. Very, very, very lucky. So I bow and I thank him, as, you know, I tend to do, because I'm polite, unlike the Alliance. And then I speed off towards the cave. Inside the cave, I notice that there is an actual, um, Night Elf. Night Elf, uh, what was she? She was a Night Elf. Ah, she was also a Death Knight. Eh, we're popular. I won't lie. Anyways, she was getting her ass kicked by a... Uh, yes, another superior stone slice claws. So, me, being the kindly heroic individual which I am, I swoop down and I absolutely butcher the thing, saving her from a painful death. She bows and I take, go to take on Scytheclaw. But alas, he is too much. I am suffering greatly. I, I, getting my ass whooped, I won't lie. But then from behind, she comes in and she goes to help me and we're finally taking on with half decently until the respawns start coming in and then we're in real trouble and my life is going way below 50% here it's a good thing I've got a high parry rating or else I'd be dead already and I'm going and we're fighting and we're almost dead and I'm almost there and boom the orc death knight comes in from behind to finish him off Oh, but we're still not make, quite making it all the aggro is on me and I die but it's fortunate that I had the uh the ability that turns you into a ghoul after you die because straight after that I revived and then we keep going and he's almost dead he's almost there the elite is almost down I have five seconds left and I kill him just in time therefore completing the quest and having allowing me to respawn at the healer instead of having to fight my way through a bunch of mobs back isn't that a lovely story moving on I so there I was in the Shinar ruins, I believe they're called, questing to kill some Illidari taskmasters to gain their dark essence, quote-unquote. I don't necessarily like this quest. Again, it was another high aggro area, especially with a level 63 elite wandering around. At level 61, this isn't necessarily the best idea to be doing. But hey, I can actually take a bullet now. So, I'm in there and I'm fighting. And... I'm doing a pretty decent job, you know, handling three guys, four guys, five guys at once. It's not a really big deal. They're going down, and from behind me, I notice my health bar take a gigantic chunk. I spin around, and what do I see? I see a human death knight. Apparently, I'm not entirely sure how this happened. Apparently, I tripped the sensor, and I had been, um, flagged. And I wasn't engaging with this guy in any way. I didn't see him at all, but he decides that now is the best idea while I'm being mobbed by five guys to go and attack me. 
I practically screamed with rage at this. He ki he killed me. He stopped me from doing my quest, and he made me run back to my court. This in general is unforgivable, but the fact that he was doing it while I was in the middle of combat makes just that much more frustrating. So, what do I do? I respawn, I re repair my gear, and I run back over to him. And he's in the middle of combat, obviously flagged for fighting me. But I do the patient thing. I help him out. I make sure all the enemies in the area are dead first, and then I turn and look at him, challenge him to a duel. And guess what happened? I won. That's right, ladies and gentlemen. I strung his entrails through the trees like Christmas lights. He learned that I am not one to be messed with. He learned not to trifle with me in my questing, because if he does, I will come down and I will hunt him. So there I was, in the ravine which beyond me. It's that area where all the Erakoa are. Besides that, I was in there doing an escort quest. I had already made sure to clear the area to guarantee that there wouldn't be any trouble guiding this poor little blood elf female to Falcon Watch. And so it wasn't any trouble. It was basically the simple motion of, I kill you here, you go down now, I break your face, you die. That simple. And so we're almost there, and we're, I can see Falcon Watch in the distance, and I've killed every gob, and she's there, and she's saying, Oh, thank you for all your help. It's been so wonderful. Now I can finally go to Falcon Watch. I knew we'd make it. Here is your... And a human paladin comes in and kills her. He killed my escort. On purpose. This is not something you can mistake. This guy could obviously see I was in the middle of a quest, and he swoops in and says now would be the appropriate time to screw with my day. Ladies and gentlemen, this was infuriating. They say hell hath no fury like a woman scorned. Well, apparently they've never met Zog, because there is no fire like Zog scorned. I swear I somehow managed to possess my warlock abilities despite the fact that I was a death knight at the time and lynched this guy. I had him in fire in places he didn't know existed. There was nothing left of this guy by the time I was done with him. But you know what the most frustrating part about all this is? It didn't matter, because I still had to go do the quest again. The entire quest. And by the time I got there, all the respawns came back. So, it was a million times more difficult, and I couldn't even get my minion out because I couldn't even have a ghoul because there was no humanoids at the time. I know we've been extremely lenient recently with the Alliance, but I'd like to remind everyone of why this podcast was created. Because the Alliance suck. Period. <sighs> and that pretty much concludes my adventures for this month's Zoglog. I wish you all happy holidays, for one. I wish you all the best of luck in Northrend. And I'm Zog of XP saying strength and honor for the Horde. Okay, listeners, we've played it safe up until now. A little tweak here, a little tweak there, nothing big, something just to get your feet into the pool. Well, I'm sorry to say that those days are at an end. On this episode, 
we are radically going to be changing the way that you play the game. Think about your interface for a moment. Nice, safe, boring. Unit frames up at the top, yours and your targets. What about at the bottom? Can you see the griffins in your mind? The XP bar between them? Underneath all your action buttons. Yup. This is the interface the average player is using. But we know that you aren't the average player. You have great tastes in podcasts, and you know enough to swim against the stream and not roll an alliance. Shouldn't your interface reflect your discriminating tastes? Let's focus on the action bar to start with. Have you encountered the glaring fault it has? You are limited to only 12 action buttons before you have to scroll to another bar. Now, if you're a spellcaster, think about how many spells you'll need access to in combat. Or what about if you're a healer? It makes sense to group your healing spells on one bar and your attack on another, but what if a party member needs a quick heal and you're still in your combat bar? How fast are you at switching bars? Fast enough to stop the ravenous bug bladder beast of Troll from eating you? What if you could have as many action buttons on your screen as you could ever want? It's with that thought in mind that I present Dominoes to you. Dominoes is an action bar replacement. Well, what does this mean? To start with, you remember that action bar you are so familiar with? Kiss the Griffins goodbye. You won't be seeing them ever again. From now on, you are in complete control of just how you want your interface to look. Smaller buttons, done. Rows of action buttons along the edges of your screen, easy. What if I told you you could have your attack bar and your healing bar side by side on the right hand side of your screen, taking up less screen real estate than the default user interface? The beauty of Domino's is you get the exact interface that you want, not what some pointy head thought you should use. You can have over 120 buttons on the screen at one time. Now, I might be an add-on junkie, but even I can't see needing that many buttons, but it's possible. Also, you'll be amazed at how much more of the game you can see once you've freed the bottom half of your screen. When you first load Domino's, it will look like... well, okay, it'll look like a mess, but it gets better. If you're brave enough to configure the buttons, and it really isn't all that hard, Within 15 minutes, you'll be wondering how you could have played the game any other way. As usual, if you're interested in this add-on, you should just head on over to Curse.com and search for Dominoes. Okay, so now that we've slapped around the interface a couple times and made it call us Susan, are we done yet? Well, since I'm still talking, I guess we aren't. Next, we need to look at the unit frames. Now, I can hear some of you already thinking, what are unit frames? In a nutshell, your unit frames are your health and your mana bars, as well as your targets. They can also be the bars for party members. Why would you want to change them around? Well, to paraphrase Sir Edmund Hillary, because they are there. In fact, that's one of the beauties of X-Pearl. Your unit frames can be up top, down there, over here, over there, split so one is on one side and the other is on the other, etc. There are many reasons to switch from the standard unit frames to X-Pearl. In fact, so many that I can't name them all. But I'll knock out some of the big ones. It has a rangefinder, debuff highlighting, heal over time monitors, much leaner raid frames, as well as raid tooltips. X-Pearl also gives you the ability to have 3D portraits, too, if that's your thing. Believe me, you want X-Pearl, and these aren't the droids you're looking for. You should move along to Curse.com and download X-Pearl today. So that's it for this episode of Grandmaster Z Can't Leave Well Enough Alone. Until next time, this has been Zathras for For the Horde Radio, reminding you that... It rubs the lotion on its skin or else it gets the hose again. Hi, we're north here and we're south here and we're latitude, longitude, gobbledy bleh, bleh.
Okay, I do not shoot at the guy hanging on the wing. <laughs> Thank you. I, oh, what kind of co- combination of accents is that? Okay. <laughs> I'm breaking up. I'm breaking up. Let's see how to manage this. I'm going to hit him <laughs> with the bag of money. <laughs> <laughs> yes. I saw that one coming. I did, I swear. Heinrich, you never did have any manners. You never had any good looks. Oh, zing. <laughs> oh, please tell me Reggie actually says that. The gutter skypes. And now, it's time for everyone's favorite show. Who the hell is this? Yes, another who the hell is this? We have another who the hell. Actually, it's the same who the hell from the last show, which we still do not have an answer on. Yes, we don't know who the hell they are. We don't know who the hell they are, but they sent another email. Email? No. Phone call. (laughs) Why the hell are they sending phone calls? Because that's the way this works. That's how this works. And now to, uh... Ah, we'll play it for you. Here you go. Telus Client has sent you a text-to-landline message. M-O-O for our bovine deity. M-O-O for the god Big V. M-O-O for our god. M-O-O-V Alkalites M-O-O. Thank you for using TELUS text-to-landline services. Well, the question remains, who the hell is that? Who the hell is that? And uh, I think, uh, I perhaps a clue, perhaps not, but I think they meant to say moo, but it didn't quite come out that way. The, the computer didn't quite read it that way. And once again, <laughs> let me just say, not a deity. You guys yes. go to Sunday school. No. <laughs> So if you know who the hell that is, please let us know. Yes, so we can find out who the hell is this. And now we're going to, before we get into emails, we're going to get into a very nice regular phone call from someone who tells us who the hell they are. And this is a fabulous call we got from Andros. Hey, Auntie Ed. Hey there, Big V. This is Andros, who you will know as Urox, Vivamort, Sedenia, and Thanatar, all playing in the off-the-air guild on the Mandarin server. Wishing all my guildies, and in fact everyone everywhere, happy holidays and a fantastic new year for the Horde. And happy holidays to you, too. Yes, indeed. Thank you very much for calling in with that, because it is the holidays, and it's nice to wish people a happy holidays. So thank you very much for, for sending that in. Yeah. And now it is time for the reading of the email. We get an email from Undersoul who says, Auntie Ed and biggest V ever in the history of cows. (laughs) I'm just wondering if you have ever tasted rabbit. It's very flavorful, but hard to describe. It's sort of like deep fried gnome. If you have not tried it, you should. Moo! For the Horde. I have never tried rabbit. Uh, and I don't no. Th- no, yeah. and I don't think I ever will, but I'm sure uh, it's very gamey. Yeah. Uh, yeah, well, actually, my grandfather would never let me have it. He was always afraid of, you know, tularemia. Uh, he'd seen too many people get it from eating wild rabbits. So, um, hey, I've heard it's good using French cooking all the time. So, you know, whatever, whatever of, you know, lapine. So, you know, I, hey, I'd give it a shot. 
And if it's sort of like deep fried gnome, you know, there you go. Yeah. Well, you know, the good thing about the deep fried gnomes, they've already got the stick. True. Yeah. For stirring yeah, the coffee. From stirring the coffee. That's true. So you just, you know, dunk them in there. And yeah. All done. All right. Yeah. You don't have to touch them or anything. It's no, great. It's awesome. So thank you very much for sending that in. Yeah. Thanks. And we get an email from our buddy Boba Fett who writes, Hey, Annie Ed, Boba Fett here. Or maybe I should say Hidden Bank here, as Boba Fett hasn't set foot in Northrend except to, pe- except to tame a rhino for a pet. Now, that's just a good time. I've been having so much fun in Northrend, my alts are getting seriously neglected. This expansion is too cool for words. It puts Burning Crusade to shame, in my opinion. I wasn't a big fan of the trailer of Wrath, but after playing it, I get it now. That trailer was like Wrath and that it's all about lore. You can't escape it while questing. In Burning Crusade, I just felt like I was grinding for rep and moving on to the next instance or raid. In Wrath, I actually feel like I'm fighting the Lich King. I've fought my evil double seen Arthas twice already, and Dalaran makes Shatrath seem like a roach motel. (laughs) (laughs) I'm going to have to remember that because I'm never going to get there. But the reason I'm writing is to let you and the listeners of FTH Radio know, if they don't already, that they need to get to Dragon Blight. I really mean need. There is an epic quest chain out there that has you fighting with a dragon, leads to a nice little cutscene, gives you an achievement, and if that wasn't cool enough, you fight along with two of the most notable figures in all of Azeroth. Wait a minute. They put a quest of me and you out there? (laughs) No, no, we're not really that notable. Anyway, I don't want to spoil it too much, but people need to get out there and do it. I know some people have been complaining that Wrath is too easy, whatever that means. I don't agree, but I say with all humility, as a well-geared pally, mostly Tier 4 or 5-ish gear, with the exception of a few pieces, I haven't seen much in the way of upgrades. But even at 76, there's so much I haven't seen. I can't imagine anyone saying they're not having fun with this expansion. May your blades never dull, Boba Fett. P.S. One quick complaint. My paladin being prod can safely and easily take on seven or eight mobs at once. The herbalism health spell helps a lot. But early on, when all the mobs stopped screaming and their bloody bodies were laid before me, I noticed that I couldn't loot all of them. I just thought it was a glitch since Wrath was new. Then I noticed these lazy horde and alliance would aggro mobs and let me do the work for them. People, just because pallets are the coolest thing since sliced bread doesn't mean we want to do the work for you. Kill your own mobs, people. Yeah. Yeah. Damn it. Damn it. Kill your own freaking mobs. I know exactly the question you're talking about. I've done it recently, and it is the coolest thing. I don't even want to, like, hype it up too much, but it's really, really cool. So those of you who haven't done it, you'll know it when you get to it. Let's just put it that way. Yeah. Is it is is that the quest? That's the quest. Oh, okay. That is the quest. Uh, it is totally awesome. You gotta get through all the stuff in Dragon Blight, and they send you to do it. But uh, and actually, recently they have put the cutscene. Wow has put the cutscene up on their website, so you can actually see the cutscene, which I was a little disappointed that they did. Mm, okay. I was like, oh man, that was so cool when it was just in game only. But no, they took the little movie trailer or whatever, and they put it up so everyone can see it. I don't know why. As an incentive, I have no idea, but it still doesn't take away from the coolness of this entire chain. So get, you'll know it when you hit it. Get out there, do it. It's totally awesome. Yeah. Okay. The big V will never see it, but we'll continue yeah, to say yeah, how just, awesome yeah, and cool just, it is. <laughs> until he finally gets his bovine ass out there That's and right. does the stuff. That's right. <laughs> but thank you for sending it in Boba Fett. Yeah, thanks, man. 
we get an email from the the Norwegian bull Moonhawk who says, hey, Annie, Ed, and Big V, this is Moonhawk again. I would like to give both of you a shout-out. Merry Christmas! Haven't been playing for a while, but finally got to it again and downloaded your newest shows. Missed you guys very much. I finally got into level 70. Not that it matters anymore because of Wrath, and I still have 10 levels to go. But I have a story for you guys. I was walking around in the forest, and I happened to step on a bunny. Hey, I'm a Tauren. Can't always see the little guy. Woohoo! Shush. I felt so bad that I shoved it under a rock and ran away. But later on, I felt so bad that I did the Love Critters achievement. Yes, the whole thing in one day. Wow. Wow. (laughs) (laughs) Wow. And I kind of like Northern. Some things sound like Norwegian myth, which is cool. That's all I have for now. Auntie Ed, Buddy Love, Big V, Moo. And that's the Norwegian bull, Moonhawk. <laughs> oh, cool. That's that's some pretty good stuff. That's uh, awesome. Yeah. And uh, got to agree with you. You know, when I, uh, I went out to uh, the Borean Tundra, I took the cow out there and just, you know, had my butt handed to me. And then I went over to Howling Fjord, which, you know, just everything out there made me think, wow, this is cool. I'm liking this, so I can I can see where I haven't gotten into the myth parts of it yet, but you know some of the the landscaping and the architecture definitely reminds me of some of that. So that's kind of cool. Definitely is uh, all of it. I think is really cool. I gotta say I like the tundra better. Really? Yeah, I, I prefer the tundra. Uh, you just you like the Tuscar. That's what it is. It's the walrus people. Rock on for walrus people. Yeah. <laughs> 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 yes, indeed. Walrus people. Hey, they got a penguin pet, so I'm down for the walrus people. I want the oh, penguin they got pet. A, wait, they got a penguin pet? If you get really, Ill, I think, exalted with them, you can get an egg and hatch the egg, and if you get lucky, the egg will hatch into a penguin pet. What if it didn't hatch into a penguin pet? Then it had, uh, makes like an alien that sticks to your face, and you run around screaming like, ah! Actually, I don't know what happened. <laughs> Sweet. <laughs> Oh, that would be cool if it did. That would be. And I'm wondering, is it a cute penguin or is it an, an evil I think, I think it's an e- evil penguin. <laughs> so what's the matter? Sign me up. Oh, I'm heading back out I, to the tundra. I'm heading to the tundra and getting a group of walrus people to get the penguin. It's the only reason I like them. So. <laughs> I like the scrimshaw on their tusks. How cool is that? But, <laughs> but anyway, so cool. Thanks, Moonhawk. And we get an email from Wah. I'm not sure if I'm getting that right. I frequently butcher names, but it's Mua, uh, level 72 rogue on the Moonguard server who writes in and says, Thank you for the podcast. Ever since Taverncast stopped covering WoW, I've been looking for a funny, entertaining podcast. Thought I'd write and just say how glad I am to find a place that freely welcomes the spitting on of gnomes and the rest of those damn alliance. Oh, and I can now share your pain. During Thanksgiving holiday, I was hacked and had a character move to another server. Oh, dude, that just sucks. Um, Things are in the process of being resolved, so I'm not as pissed as I was. Blizz told me it was a quest helper add-on, but I don't know for sure. Anyway, thanks again for all you do. Keep up the great work and send a moo Big V's way. Got it there, partner. And that's, Uh, again, from Mua, 72 Rogue on the Moonguard server. Well, thank you for sending in your email, but I am so sorry you got hacked. Oh yeah, God, man, and had your character move. Good God! Not just, not just hacked, 
but relocated. Yeah. Ah. Oh, man. Well, I hope they got it fixed for you. And, I mean, Blizz is always going to tell you it's something that you did. It's never their fault. No, 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 no. No, no, no. No, not their fault. But it's, it's you know, this add-on, it's it's your computer. It's your thing. I already gone over this. I beat this to death, so we won't go any further. But I, I do hope everything got fixed for you. Yeah, absolutely. We get an email from Sychronic of the Kazar server who says, Hi, Annie Ed and Big V. I have seen a strong bias towards the Alliance in Wrath of the Lich King, and I have become slightly bored with my mage, Pally, DK, Rogue, and Hunter. Right now, I am leveling an Alliance Druid because after leveling four times through Azeroth before it was nerfed, I felt I should be able to have a little break. I leveled a Torn Death Knight and bought the 900 gold Ted Turkey, which was the largest waste of money since engineering. Right now, my Druid is a level 58, and I'm aiming to make it my main since seeing as I don't like leveling any of my other characters. I am also starting to level a squid-faced female shaman who is called Rofentendro, which I think even Big V and his bovine brain can manage to work out what it meant. And that's from some chronic on the Kazar server. Yeah, I got it. It took a second to read it backwards, but um, I, ma- I managed to do it without the uh, aid of a mirror. So, uh, let's see. And it is, for those of you who uh, can't see the email, it's Horde the Four. So, yeah. Nice. Nice. Uh, but, yeah, sometimes you just kind of get bored with what you got. And you got to try something new sometimes. So, yeah. you know. I didn't know you could buy a 900 dead turkey, though. I didn't see that one yet. Why would you want such a thing? I don't know. I mean, I, I was unless it's like the only thing I could see where it would be kind of a fun thing is if it was like a dead turkey, but like a, a non-combat pet that followed you around. Right. But if it's just a dead turkey that lies there on the ground, I really can't see the appeal of that. <laughs> yeah, seriously. I mean, I mean, if it follows you around all cooked, like you know. On its legs with no head or something very a la Warner Brothers. That would yeah. be fun. That would be cool. You know, like they had the bumpus hounds chasing it, but yeah. <laughs> but other than that, um, no, I haven't seen a dead turkey, but I'll be on the lookout for a 900 gold dead turkey and we'll stay away from it. There you so, go. Thank you for sending that in. And we get an email from Zendal from the Storm Reaver EU realm who says, Hey, Big V, listen to your last episode. Uh, made me remember an old friend of mine. Reynaldo was an ex-guildy of mine a couple of months ago. He likes bunnies, so I made him this video. And he provides us the link, which uh, I'm pretty sure we'll have up on the website. Yes, we will. And he says, I think you're going to like it as well. Don't know if I can say the same thing about any yet. So, yeah, I'm gonna have to take a look at that and check it out <laughs> that's gonna be uh, i'm sure it'll be cool if it's uh, got anything bunnies on a stick rock on shush. so but, <laughs> shush. but thank you for sending that in Zen. Yeah, thanks. <laughs> and get one we also get another uh, uh an email from uh the imaginary vultures guild which that's just <laughs> that guild name is filled with coolness yep. and they write in and say Oi! Arthas! We're coming! And we're bringing our Brewfest pony kegs 
the imaginary vulture <laughs> let us know when you get to him oh yeah that's great let us know how it turns out man and seriously you take him down we want a picture of everybody with the brewfest keg out just drunk off their butts yep yep we want to yep. see that that would be awesome I mean, thank you guys for sending yeah, that yeah, that's awesome cool yeah we get an email from Rishi Cage, who says, Dear Annie, Ed, and Big V. Hi, guys. I have a call-out on a night elf warrior who is currently corpse-camping other night elves in the area in Stranglethorn. The pirate guy said there would be a treasure in the arena, so naturally, everyone rushes to the arena to get the treasure. I see three alliance in the arena, and me being the only horde, play it smart and just watch. So a level 38 and 39 go charging in, but there's a level, well, skull to me. I saw him using Bladestorm, so he's pretty high already there. He looted the chest, but now here's where it gets interesting. The warrior, whose name is Irion, kills both of them and then proceeds to corpse camp them. I watch in amazement. A poor little level 38, well, it's a night elf, so I don't feel that sorry, keeps getting its butt kicked by the warrior, so call out for camping his own faction. I am emailing you also about the abominable Grinch quest. So there I was in the Alteric Mountains with all these Horde and Alliance rushing around trying to tag the Grinch first. So I, being the only smart one, rally up a group, and as soon as I do, the Grinch appears. Someone in the group tags it, and he's down. Well, there was a wee small problem, as I was nowhere near the Greech, so I couldn't loot him. The group was actually going to wait around, but as soon as I explained what was wrong, the Greech respawned in the same position twice and rushed me both times. So, Blizzard does listen, actually. Anyway, I would just like to thank the group, because there's no way I could have done it without them. And that is from Reshi Cage, level 35, Orc Hunter. And yes, Big V, I kill bunnies! I'm going for you. Woohoo! Oh, that's terrible. (laughs) Thank you for sending that. And that does, uh, uh, I'm always, you know, Alliance kill their own, you know. Camping a little wee small level 38, man. There's just shame in that. There's shame. There is shame. There is. There's high level of shame. You know, I'm I'm actually feeling a little ashamed right now myself just because of that. It's got nothing to do with bunnies. It's all about that. Never about the bunnies, right? No. I didn't think so. No. <gasps> hey, the bunny, the bunny was asking for it. He had it coming. Yeah, he was hopping around there. How, how dare he? That's right. He was twitching his nose at you. That's right. Showed him. Well, he won't twitch it again, I'll tell you that right now. <laughs> anyway. <laughs> Thank you for sending that in, Reggie Cage. Yeah. And we get an email from Shishka Bobby who writes in Dear Biggest V, this is your un- other undead warlock Shishka Bobby from Blossman Blood on the Draenor server. Woohoo! Blossman Blood! I know what you mean about the Death Knights, but after running mine through the undead beginning areas and doing those quests, I may not have the gratification of leveling him, but it helped me get into the Death Knight much better. And it also gave me the chance to level my professions this word for me but it may not be for everyone and yes i did start a death knot before hitting 80 for it just called to me and i just had to see what it was like and once i got started i could not stop it was great how they did it uh making the respawn time so quick on the mobs so that even if there were 50 death knots there were plenty of mobs to go around as for the chasing of the scared peasants around to try and kill them well me and my girlfriend did the same thing and forgot about our death grip so you weren't the only one well that's all i have for now do have a bad day your other undead warlock 
shish kebabby. Yeah, cool. Thanks for sending that in, man. And you know, the, as far as the respawn times, I didn't notice that in Outland. <laughs> Everything that died stayed dead. Yeah, but they did do a nice job, at least in the starting area with the Death Knights. Oh, absolutely. Well, and I also like that they have different, almost like instants. Like once you, you know, graduated to the next level, you came back, it was all different. So only if you were at that point did all the people come in. So it wasn't like newbies starting there and other higher level death knights. No, you were all kind of on the same page at the same time, which worked really nice. Yeah. And, you know, I didn't see once, not once, anybody doing that. Can anyone help me with... Oh, I did. Yeah, I didn't. Oh, I uh, did. Yeah, it wasn't uh, that. Oh, they did that in the second half when you had to go... Um, they kept sending you back 50,000 times that one thing to, you know, you had to beat the information out of oh, Scarlet. Oh, that was dreadful. Yeah. <laughs> and they kept sending you back to the same point like over and over and over again. Yeah. But um, I did see people asking. And the other one I saw a lot of trouble with was, and it's absolutely my favorite, um, the tree. Oh, yeah. I love the tree. Tree's but, cool. And I think people got confused with it. Uh, I think people, a lot of folks got confused. That seemed to have folks a little, because usually, cause if you read the quest, it says, you know, well, you're going to have this messenger. And usually when they say, well, a messenger is going to be by, you sit and wait. Exactly. Um, you're not used to making them come by putting down this crap tree of crappiness. So, <laughs> which I do love that they did it like really shoddy. Oh, yeah. Oh, that was awesome. However, I found this out because being me, i just like, oh, what does this do? Okay, I'm here. Clink. And it show, and it made the guy spawn. And, of course, this leads us to another question of how stupid are these people? What an interesting looking tree. Let me go investigate. What an idiot. He just so deserved to get his ass kicked. Oh, seriously. But I digress. Yeah. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I digress. Thank you, Shishka Bobby, very much for sending in your email. I got off there. That's right. And we have an email from Lou, an undead rogue on Bronzebeard, who writes, Hey, Annie, Ed, and biggest V that ever was. Hey, coolness, they changed the color of your name. Yes, they did. Thank you very much. I appreciate that. That's coolness. Very cool. Long-time listener, first-time emailer. Love your podcast. It gets me through the workday. Thank you very much. Glad you're enjoying it. Uh, I have a funny story, which you may want to read on your next show. I have a level 71 undead rogue on the Bronzebeard server. A friend of mine, a level 78 torn warrior, offered to run me through Utgard Keep. So he's on his Kodo, and me and my skelly horse are tromping through Howling Fjord to the huge castle that houses the dungeon. He's leading because I haven't been to this place before. So we're riding and riding, and we find ourselves on a high ramp. He says, follow me, this is a shortcut, and leaps down to the next level. I follow. He goes splat and dies. I land on my horse with one-third of my health, and ding, I get the achievement going down. I guess the lesson here is, if you are a huge plate-wearing tauren, you should look before you leap. And if you are a scrawny, leather-wearing rogue, you can go anywhere you like. For the Horde. And that is from Liu, Undead Rogue on Bronzebeard. That is some cool stuff. That is awesome. Ah, uh, that's a tricky achievement to get to. It's funny that he went splat and you didn't. Um, yeah. Very cool. And, and and look, a lesson to be learned. I like that. Can you do this? Can the matches do the slow fall and still get the achievement? I think so. I've been trying. I've been uh, thinking I should like bubble the pally and jump off like yeah. Thunder Bluff or something and see if I can get it. 
Yeah, that'd work. That'd work. <laughs> you know, see if I could do it that way. That would see my luck was I'd, I'd bubble and jump, and then the bubble would run out before you. Damn thing would run out. Yeah, <laughs> and then it goes splat. <laughs> But uh, very cool. Thank you so much for writing in, and thank you very much for listening. Yeah, and we get a uh, an email from Clooney the Scourge, who writes in and says, "Hey, Annie Ed, and my biggest, awesomest, coolest, bunny killingest mate, Big V. That's just smooth." Anyway, Clooney the Scourge, level fifty-seven, almost fifty-eight, undead rogue of the Forgotten Coast server and Razorblade Romance Guild. Here, I've been looking for a reason to write in since episode one, and I found one. So there. I was trying to get a group for Strat when a friend asked me if I wanted to run. I agreed, seeing as how hard it is to find a group. So, big shout out to Frenzy Shammy's Main. Sorry, I forgot the name, dang it. And I would like to give a shout out to Arwarn for getting to 80, and to Mandy Joe, probably the toughest person I ever met on WoW. Great music choices, and you're still killing me with the creepy doll. Thank you for the absolutely wonderful podcast, and I hope that this makes the Christmas zap er I mean Wintervale special. <laughs> yours sincerely, Clooney the Scourge. And again, death to all gnomes and bunnies. Thank you very much for sending in your email. And we get an email from Iggy who says, Hi, Auntie Ed and Big B. Hey, how's it going? Your show is just what I need after having a hellish few days at school. The quest in Wrath are absolutely amazing. I started out in the Borean Tundra, and one of the first quests I got was the Tank Quest. I got a quest from the Talking Rock. That quarry was horrible. And the amount of money you get from the quests is amazing. I've easily racked up over 2,000 gold so far, but I've bought a few things. Cold weather flying when I hit 77. I am at 78 at the moment, and the armor brown bear. Those two set me back a little. Too bad I keep respecting from arms to prot two times a day. Now I'm sticking with prot and having a damn good time with it. Prot is the easy mode of questing. Yeah, I probably would have been better with the money if I just would have stayed prot. Nothing much of interest has happened since Wrath came out, but I do have a story. So there I was in Dalaran when I get a whisper from a level 80 undead warlock named Little Mama. She wanted me to help her summon a friend up to Dalaran. I said, yeah, and she brought me into the group. So we waited a few minutes to try and find another person to help with the summon. And we get another warlock. And when we go to summon, her friend, little mama's friend, went AFK. So then the other warlock left because he was in a hurry. So we get the help of one of my friends, Bagofists. When we finally get her friend there, she thanks me and opens up a trade. And offered me ten gold. Ten gold for helping with a quick summon. I refused. She thanked me again and wished that there were more people that were as kind as me. Sorry if that sounds like I'm a little full of myself, but I would like to give a shout-out to Little Mama, 80 Warlock, on the Duskwood server. I have another story about someone who's kind of an asspipe. Asspipe, 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 asspipe! I knew that was coming. Fresh from digging 78, I feel like running an instance. Gundrock is the place to be at my level. So I find a group, and I find that the balanced druid, Magnatorin, is going to be healing. I was a little concerned about it, but I've heard that balanced druids can be good healers. So we got to the first boss with no problems. When we fought the first boss is when we had problems. We get him down, but only me and the hunter are alive. Thank you, Last Stand. So they zone in, we loot up, we move on to the second boss. When we fought him, we have even more problems. We die horribly. Everyone left, and most of them blamed it on Magnatorin. Then he gets all aggravated and blamed it on me for not being able to tank. 
and he starts to whisper me, telling me how to tank. Honestly, I think that if you offer to heal, spend the money and respect for it. 50 gold is not hard to come by out in Northern. And there have been some nice alliance out there. There was a Draenei Shaman out in Dragonblight. I walked into New Scarlet Crusade's chapel to get someone's head. Eight, check, head, eight, check, and plans, check. But this Shaman did some extra DPS for me on the Elite. So in return, I helped kill the person. And then we both help out another warrior who came in for the same thing. So, unlike the first day where there was ninja killing and ninja looting, this was a kind-hearted person who was playing Alliance. It only pains me that I did not get the name or the guild. Well, keep up the great shows and have a good day to you both. And that is from Iggy78 Orc Warrior, Delith. 67 Blood Elf Pally, Zinraz, 58 Troll Death Knight, Tella, 24 Undead Rogue, Iggy's Bank, level 1 Torn Warrior, and Bob the Druid, a level 1 Torn Druid. P.S. Save the bunnies! <gasps> yes! Someone finally wants to save the bunnies! Thank you! Yeah, but it's. No. No, save the bunnies! No. It's, yeah. No, it's kill the bunnies. No, save. No, you see, no. Look, right there. It's just, look, right there. Save the bunnies. <sighs> the misguided <Save>. souls. <laughs> Thank you, Iggy, for sending that in. God, it had a lot going on. Seriously. Really? And with a lot and with a lot of characters too. But yeah, yeah, there's a lot of uh, this there's so much stuff with so many people that you're going to get a whole slew of stories coming in of all various shapes and sizes. So thank you very much for sharing them with us. Coolness. Thanks, Iggy. So, we get an email from Zerilus of Blossom and Blood on Earth and Ring. Woohoo! Blossom and Blood. Who writes? Good day to you, Annie Ed, and take a big breath here. The V, which is so massive and omnipresent that no timeline exists in any variation of this or any other universe in which it does not dominate with its massively massive massiveness. <laughs> I can barely keep quiet till the end of that. Oh, that's awesome. <laughs> oh, that's great. Yeah, that's that's big. <laughs> Good one. Just wanted to pop you a quick one to announce that after getting blown through a freak wormhole <laughs> into an alternate world, Zerilus, Aristole, and Grafter have started a division of Blossom and Blood in the Earth and Ring realm. <sighs> you know, I feel like I need to say it again. Woohoo, Blossom and Blood! <laughs> So, anyone who'd like to say hi, feel free to bounce over if you get the hankering to do so. Mainly, I wanted to send you this music track. Don't worry, I paid for it. It's a recent release from a popular band that is exceedingly excellent for Battlegrounds, especially Eye of the Storm. I guarantee that you'll get about 15% better distance out of your Gnome punts while this is running. Hope you enjoy it. Gotta get back to skinning tasty wolves and selling their selling the peeling off their fuzzy butts. <laughs> <laughs> Gonna get together Arctic furs as quickly as I can while I can get 60 gold apiece from them. Warmest regards, Zeroless of Blossom and Blood. Earth and Ring for the Horde. P.S. We like Big V and think he deserves a pangalactic head. It's not as if we're fattening his head up for you know, the kill or anything. Looks around inconspicuously. <laughs> Don't make me take back that second woohoo Blossom and Blood. Okay. <laughs> All don't right. make it, dog. Don't. Yep, don't. Don't make me do it. Because, as you have already mentioned, this is the V, which is 
so massive and omnipresent that no timeline exists in any variation of this or any other universe in which it does not dominate with its massively massive massiveness. <laughs> Don't you forget it. Well, you can't because, well, actually, you said it. Well, thank you for letting us know you moved. Yeah. Sorry about the well, wormhole, but, you know. Yeah, well, hey, the wormholes happen. Yeah, they do happen. Sometimes they <laughs> suck in. you got to go to another realm. And, uh, yeah, she did send a, a track, which, well, I can't put it up, but because people would, like, find me and, and do evil, awful things to me if I did. But um, it's actually, I, I can tell you who it's from. It is Metallica. Oh, yeah. Yes, it is Metallica, and it is <laughs> it's great for uh, PvP if you if you're into that you know type of music, which and even if you're not, you should give it a listen because it was uh, the piece she sent me was completely instrumental. It's like a ten minute instrumental, but it was instrumental. Yeah. Now uh, is this now is this old school Metallica or is this Metallica after they went to therapy? This is after they went to therapy, and <laughs> this is new school, but it's like from their recent release album. Oh, okay. Cool. So definitely check it out because it is really good for PvP if if you're into that. Uh, and and I think you would get better distance out of your gnome hunting. Cool. I, I do agree. But thank you very much, ZeroList, for sending in your email. Deal. We get an email from Death Silence on the Blackwing Lair who says, Hi, Auntie Ed and biggest... What is... This is a theme going this show. Hey, and guys, I'm feeling the love. She, the cow I'm is... feeling the bovine love right now. Yes, he is. Who says, Hi, Auntie Ed and biggest, most enormous, most gigantic cow with over 100 strength but 15 intelligence, Big V. Boo! Boo! It's Death Silence here. And this is a surprise and non-PVP story. Well, after... After I read the World of Warcraft Beyond the Dark Portal, and being a lore hound that I am, I did some lore digging, and I found out some very interesting things. And there's Zul, the old orc shaman that has never met Arthas before while he was alive, is the sole reason that he's the Lich King and why we have the Outlands. Now, what I mean by this is that after the crazy shaman Nerzul turned his back on the horde, his horde, not thralls, and led what remained of his horde through the rift he created, it ripped and tore the planet Draenor apart, sundering its land, creating what we know as the Outlands. Well, after he stepped through, said Rift, guess who was on the other side waiting for him? Kill Jaden, his old master. After several minutes of pathetic begging, Kill Jaden tortured Nerzul to death, but kept his spirit alive, and Nerzul, still wanting to serve him, became the Lich King, or rather, the armor of the Lich King. He led the scourge until Arthas scaled the Ice Crown Citadel and donned the armor, fusing both him and Nerzul into what we know of him as today, the no good Nick Lich King who sat there so long on the throne that when he got up, his plate pants ripped. Well, I've babbled on long enough with that. Have fun with Wrath, Andy, Ed, and Big V. I'll be joining the fray in Northern soon for the Horde, your resident bunny killer, ahem, and soon-to-be baby elephant saver, Death Silence Blackwing Lair. Yes, the whole Nerzul story is very interesting. Uh, when I got Warcraft 3, we got the Collector's Edition, which came with a spiffy little book that had background tales on, like, all the main characters, including him. And actually, his story is really gruesome uh, as far as, like, what Kill Jaden does to him. It's like, ah! <laughs> well, that's why this is rated T for teen. Okay. But uh, it's a great backstory. And, yeah, Nerzul is not stupid. I don't think... Um, I think he kind of... T- in my opinion, I think he told Kill Jaden, yeah, 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 I still want to serve you. But he was pissed as hell about the whole, you know, spirit-ripping thing going down. And 
wanted a little revenge of his own against the demons, which is why he waited very patiently for a stooge, a.k.a. human paladin, to come along in which he could manipulate. Yeah. Just my opinion. Yeah, now, who was... Okay, whose spirit was trapped at, like, the bottom of the ocean? Who was that? We had somebody's spirit trapped at the bottom of the ocean. Apparently. Oh. And, oh, yeah, and there was somebody came and let it out and then they were attacked by the de- by you know crazy demons and stuff like that. Oh, I am not sure about that one. That one I'm not sure about. There's some it's probably some dragon or something and god. Okay. Yeah. Okay, Corlina, if you're listening, yeah. got a question for you. Who's trapped okay. at the bottom of the ocean? Who was trapped at the bottom of the ocean? Uh, whose spirit, soul, craziness, whatever, was trapped at the bottom of the, uh, the Great Sea, and somebody went down, opened it up. I think it was, was it, whoever had the demon soul or something like that? Yeah, I think it was something around there. Yeah. I'm not sure about this one. This one is not sounding familiar to me. Yeah, I, I'm not smart enough to make this up. I may just be, <laughs> I may just be mixing up two or three different uh, lore things, which is entirely possible. But Corlina or any of our lore heads out there, if you got an answer for me, send it in. Thanks. And thank Peace. you, Death Silence, for sending that in. That is awesome. Yeah. For those who, for those other lore hounds who may not have known that, there you go. All right, and we get an email in from Dormito of Rexar, who says, Hola, Andy, Ed, and Big V. So Wrath is here, and my PC decided to crash and give errors when I reached level 80. Not fun, slash cry. I missed writing the last show, but I don't think you guys missed me, or did you? Well, yeah. Yeah. Fun. <laughs> How can we not miss you? Come on. Anyways, I like the way Blizz did the quest this time around. That when you did one quest and two or three open up, they were in the same area compared to other zones where you had to do different chains all over the zone. So there I was with my guild and axe, 25 man, with quest items that replace epics in the zone that was hardcore back pre-BC, I gotta say. My PC hates nags because my frames per second go down to 10 every time we're in a boss fight, but enough of my crying. Nax is awesome. You called it perfect in the episode when Wrath was coming and people were gonna forget courtesy and about quest mobs. It was insanity on my server in the Borean Tundra Zone. Apparently, half of the Horde and all of the Alliance decide to start there, and boy, it was ugly. People calling each other stuff I never even heard. So I went to Helen Fjord, and it was basically empty, and so I grind, So the grind to level 80 began. Oh, and shout out to my guildmaster Nissel for the realm first druid to level 80, and Northrend Vanguard. I think you went to hibernation after getting those achievements. Just a quick question for you guys. Uh, any of you done the daily planning for the future, where you have to collect 12 pubs from the Snowfall Glade Den Mother? I think that quest is a bit cruel. Let me guys know what you think. I think that's it for now. Been trying to play and have fun in Wrath, but my PC has other things in mind, so I'm not having that much fun as as much fun as everyone else, I think. Happy Winter Vale, and killing bunnies is actually fun. Thanks to Big V for suggesting killing them first and then hugging them. Tormito of Rexar. You know, I'm not sure if I can actually claim that one. I think somebody else um, mentioned that you can kill them and then hug them. Yes. Yes. Yeah, that, yeah, because once again, I'm not that smart. As somebody <laughs> else mentioned, 100 strength, 15 intelligence. But I can drool like a fiend, trust me. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, there's... I haven't done that. I never did racks either way. 
uh, would love to try. But uh, planning for the future, the, the 12 pups you got to collect. I think, um, honestly, I never actually read the quest, so I'm not quite sure the reason behind it. It's a daily do for the Walsh people to get the penguin egg. But anyway, penguin eggs, no, no boundaries here, okay? Let's face yeah, it. Yeah, seriously, let's face it. I mean, if they told me to skin babies, I'd do it. <laughs> oh, God. Well, I mean, they'd be—I mean, they'd be known babies. Oh God! <laughs> but anyway, um, I mean, yeah. there would be babies we'd want to keep. I mean, okay, I'm just gonna be quiet now. <laughs> oh dear Lord! <laughs> Ooh, key! <laughs> wow! <laughs> <laughs> Jesus. Yeah, where'd that come from? Whoa. <laughs> uh, what was I don't even know what I was saying. Oh, the 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 quest, the daily quest. Because yeah, the quest is you got to go, and they're the hostile, they're the badger people, is what I call them. They're badger, they're evil badger people against the walrus people, and you got to go like pluck twelve little pups walking around of the badger people and bring them back to the walrus people. I would assume for for healthy good purposes, either that or they're having a good old pot roast going. I'm not sure <laughs> which. But, um, yeah, so you gotta kill, like, you know, the mothers, the dead mothers, who will attack you on sight. Uh, and then, you know, you kill them and snatch their kids. I mean, basically that's the quest. And, you, you know. Uh, so, is that cruel? Well, depends. I mean, I think the premise of it is, well, we're there to give them a better future. So if they're not evil badger children, they're good. And we will take them somewhere where they can be this. Yes, we'll, again, take, yeah, we'll take them to a farm where they can play with all the other badger pups. And... Yes, and uh, so I guess you can look at it as a bit cruel, but I mean, think about it. You go and like, well, chase screaming villagers down a road. I mean, that's not cruel. Dear Lord, how many eyes have we had to bring to somebody? How many freaking oozing heads in a bag <laughs> if we toted around Azeroth. Seriously. I mean, for that matter. I mean, for that matter. Okay, bring us intestines and livers and brains and scales and eyes and, dear God, I'm, you know, we're, in, we're encrusted in blood here. So, I don't know, but, you know, if it's to get penguin rep, penguin egg rep. You're down. I'm down. <laughs> Seriously. Bring me the babies. Uh, <laughs> Thank you for sending in your email. Yeah. We have an email from Holopal of the Bleeding Hollow server who says, Hey, I was catching up on your podcasts and I heard about you talking about sending in your World of Warcraft ideas. So here's one of mine. Does what it involve foreign pimps? I don't think so. You know, that idea's got legs. It's <laughs> got eggs. I just need a following. Well, you never know. It's possible that, you know, over time, it seems you drag the bunny killers out of the closet. So uh, perhaps you never know. You'll get the professional pimps uh, down with it. That's right. Okay. Okay, sorry. Anyway, please continue. Wouldn't it be cool if you could get different armor styles and colors for your mounts? Like change the color and also put your guild sign on it. I mean, how cool would that be? It would change the game because thousands of people can have the same kind of color mount. It would change it a bit, make it look more like you. Well, thanks for listening. All of you at For the Horde Radio got me proud to be 100% Horde player. And that is Holopal, the Bleeding Hollow server, the Blood Knight Elite Skilled. That would be cool if you could, like, change up your mount. Seriously, I mean, why can't you have, why don't you have, you know, the tabard on your mount? Somewhere. That- 
That know? would be very cool if you could do that. That would be real slick. I like that idea a lot, actually. Yeah. I'm putting the, the tabard on, on your mouth as you go. Mm-hmm. That would be- and, you know, color coordinate the armor as, you know, the, the colors in your tabard, you know. That, I mean, that would be pretty smooth. That would be smooth. I mean, because I know you can get different kind of colors, but you get, you know, a choice of three. You can have green, purple, and miscellaneous. Yeah. But you always have green and purple for some bizarre reason. Yeah. Uh, and then miscellaneous. So, yeah, that would be nice if they would let you change it up. God knows they let you change everything else nowadays. I mean, you could change your gender for God's sakes now. Can you? Yeah, you can pay. You have to pay for it, but you can change your gender. Big V could be a she. You could, could be change. Big, I could be big she. You could be big she if you so chose. I don't think you want to choose that. You know, it just doesn't. It just doesn't seem right. I, I couldn't look at big V anymore as a big she. No. So yeah, you could do you could change all of it. The only thing you can't change, uh, you can't change your faction. Yeah. And uh, there's something else you can't change. I think that was it. You can't change your. There's there's two things you can't change, but the faction was one of them, and the other was I didn't care. So. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, you could change everything practically. You make a whole new you. Oh, and you couldn't change your class. That was it. You couldn't suddenly change your class over. Yeah. Okay. So, that that kind of makes sense. Yeah, yeah, it kind of makes sense, that one. Um, and I guess the whole faction thing kind of makes sense, too. But, yeah, you could change uh, your name. Now you could change your name, your, your hairstyle, your face, and now your gender. Hey, hmm. if you want to plunk down the 15 uh, real dollars, go for it. Nah, sorry. Just, nah, not enough, not, a mo- not an- enough motivation to become Big G. No, I, and I barely have enough to drag my, my characters into the barbershop, so, you know. Yeah, not really. So. <laughs> thank you for sending in your email. Yeah, and we get an email from Insane Kill, Unknown Kill of the Tyrannous EU of, Stennis, of the All Stennisons Guild. Um, he writes in and says, Hi there, Big V and Annie Ed. I would just like to say, have you seen the, the new Wrath uh, of the Lich King Wrathgate trailer? It is awesome. Watch it and be amazed. The Forsaken rules all there, and so does the Lich King. Put them both together, and you get an undead Death Knight. Just like me. Can't wait for the next show. I'd just like to tell you something that happened to me ten minutes ago. Uh, I was doing my group quest in Hellfire, and I was escorting a Blood Elf, Horde tagged. So, I was just starting off when a human came, uh, human 61 Death Knight came around. He attacked the Blood Elf. So, in order for me to finish the quest... The quest? The quest, she had to be alive. I killed him in about two hits and kept walking with her. I can't believe that if they want to get out, they have to walk. Like, WTF, why don't they run if they want to get out? Well, anyway, that same human, level 61, logged into his 80 warrior, or got his friend, and because I was tagged by uh, attacking him, I got owned. Damn alley. And that's from Insane Kill, an unknown kill, again, of the Tyrannous EU server of the Lost Innocents Guild. Thanks for making the show. And thanks for sending that in to us. I mean, that totally sucks. I mean, that's the dr- that's the big drag about, you know, Outland and their ridiculous... and. <laughs> Yeah, the ridiculous, you know, PvP tagging that goes on out there. I mean, yeah, it, it's like if you have an escort quest, why are the why is the NPC tag for PvP? Exactly. That is it is because that's just and, and of course and I know exactly where you are. Yeah. Uh, because that actually happened to one of our guildies. Yeah, that's Same not thing. like a Falcon Watch, isn't it, or something? 
Uh, it's out by Falcon Watch. Yeah, there's a stupid blood elf chick in the bird cave that you got. Oh, walk. oh God! I bet yeah. that's the one. Um, yeah. Oh. And what she, the hell is she doing in the damn bird cave to begin with? I hear you. And then she walks. I know they all do it. They all walk. They don't even walk. They saunter. Yes, yes, they saunter. It's they like, sashay, it as it were. Skip or something here. You know, a little speed. I mean, seriously, if I'm having to escort your dumb ass out of this bird cave, I'm going to be poking your ass with my big damn two-handed sword, going, would you get a freaking move on? <laughs> Haul your ass out of here, you dimwit. And they all God. do it, but the fact that they are flagged as a PvP target just sucks. It does. It's it like, sucks and blows at the same time. It does. So, yeah, well, I hope you at least got, because um, what I had heard from one of the guildies was not only they, they got the NPC and, and killed it before, like right before the quest was about to trip, like be mm-hmm. over with, and they killed it. Like yeah. So they had to go through the whole thing again. So I at least hope you got, were able to get her done and over with uh, and didn't have to start from scratch again with that. Yeah. But thank you for sending in your email. Yeah, seriously, thanks. And thank you to everyone for sending in their emails. And we hope you have a very, or had a very, by the time the show airs, a very, very happy holiday and upcoming happy new year. Yeah. And we'll see, and uh, we'll see you again, you know, next year. And that will bring us to the end of another episode of For the Horde Radio. Before we close out the show, though, I want to give a special, special shout out to Offline, Online, Troll Sky, and Vari. They know why. But huge shout out to those guys because they're just absolutely awesome. And uh, shout out to everyone in the Off the Air Guild and a shout out to you for listening to the show. And thank you very much for listening. And we hope you have a very happy holiday and a very happy and safe new year. If you would like to write in to the show, please do. Our email address is fthradio at gmail.com. Or write into Big V at biggestv at gmail.com. Zog of XP, N underscore P R O U T N at hotmail.com. And any mod ideas or suggestions or recommendations, please send in to Grandmaster Z at Grandmaster Z at gmx.com. Call in line 206 888 and always check out our website, www.forthehorderadio.com. Again, thank you very much for downloading and listening. Have a fabulous holiday and a great new year. And we will return in three weeks for another staff not singing, staff profusely apologizing. We're really, really sorry about that. And we won't happen again, at least this year. Episode of And now it is time for the... Do it. No. Do it. No. No. Damn you. Do it now. <laughs> do it now. Do it. Do it. Do it. No. Do it.
<laughs> Waiting. Oh, Jesus, here we go. An email. All right, there we go. Thank you. Okay, right. I'm, I'm good that with that. Was that satisfying? Yes. That one? Okay, good. Yes, I'm happy with that. Thank you. Taking a wounded blood elf. Pilgrim. Ah, sorry about that. <laughs> there we go. And, oh, I'm, I'm, I'm sorry. My, uh, my pants seem to be ringing here. Hello? <laughs> and that was View from the Bar. <laughs> yes. Uh, that was that was embarrassing. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> That's okay. That's okay. Phone calls happen. Yeah. Imagine having that happening in the middle of like a raid or something. Hello. I'm a little busy here. I'm a little busy here. Can't really take this right now. Who is this? Who is this? Um, I'm just wondering if you'd like to take our survey. No, I would not like to take your survey. Please hold while I get my manager. No. All right. Back to the view for a minute. Back to um, yes. Um. Oh dear. Oh yeah, this is bad. I got no. <laughs> sorry, I, I, my mistake. I took you off track there. I'm sorry. That's okay. <laughs> no.